Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. <laughs> oh, my flounder. I don't know how this happens. It's pre-programmed. Sit tight. I'll fix this. <laughs> you know, this is a funny day. All right, we're going to start all over again. 303. With it, and it's only me, the Kimber and Pete Davis, uh, sidekick producer and sports record extraordinaire, and the mechanical man at the controls, Flounder. And then we do this uh, bad to the bone and do a thing. However, this is Friday. And uh, did your computer, uh, something's good. There are bugs in here once in a while. It's kind of funny. We have to fly by the seat of our pants, which is always exciting. Anyway, I, I'm not, I'm not going to begin the show until we do uh, our special Friday song. I'm sorry. Is, is there, no, can't, you can't get out of it? <laughs> Are you stuck in there? Uh, with this song? Here we go. <laughs> there, that's better. Now, doesn't that feel better? Oh, mercy. Well, it's been a hell of a week, that's for sure. And now it's all better because it's Friday. And it's only me. It's only the Kemmer with Pete and Flounder. And uh, good gracious, we got a lot of things in the news. Sandra Day O'Connor. Uh, George Santos, Jussie Smollett, but also we got to we'll talk about McDonald Burgers. We'll talk about uh, weird stuff with the lady on the beach who got caught at Tybee doing. Which I thought we're going to talk about this with chicks and weird things. And of course, the Golden Bachelor. Holy cow! I, went, I think I went through a quart of peppermint schnapps last night. Anyway, at <laughs> three oh four. And all I can say is, Flounder, let's hit it up to 11. It's just going to come up Saturday. <laughs> Look out. Oh, mercy. Let's just chuck it all and talk about our favorite movies or something. I don't know. 305. Pete Davis, how you doing there in the mountains of Macon, my friend? You frozen in up there or rained out or what? It's a little soggy up here, but other than that, it's over 50 degrees, so we're happy. Yeah, I think, in, in fact, I almost wore my heavy motorcycle jacket uh, uh, this morning, uh, but uh, it has gotten a little bit warmer. Flounder, how's it going in uh, the, uh, the the booth of uh, happiness? Uh, it's Friday, so it's always a little better when it's Friday. <laughs> that is all. <laughs> well, I don't know. They're, they're, you know. <laughs> It's just always nice to be actually, you know, in fact, I every, every freaking, I, I, just, I took care of the refrigerator. The refrigerator problem is gone. I'm still talking myself out of having a toothache, and I think it's working. I, honestly, God, it's going, it's getting better and better every day, and I'm just saying, you're not getting a toothache. You're not getting a toothache. Uh, anyway, so I'm, I'm working on that part. I got to take my electrical stuff here next step. But everything, everything's working out, one, you know, one, like one step at a time, and that's a good sign. And I, 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 I promised myself today that I'm going to uh, th- start throwing stuff away this weekend. I'm going to try to get the place cleaned up and clean, you know, because, God, if I drop dead, you know, in the next, you know, tomorrow, whatever, my poor kids, oh, my God, it would take them a week to say, well, anybody want this or anybody want that? What the hell has he got this for? What's it, 19 keychains? What the, I mean, you know what I mean? Oh, brutal. So I'm, I may I may just try to start throwing out stuff. So what would the overall goal be for this <laughs> cleaning? Like just the, gar- the basement part or like no, the whole house? <laughs> See, Flounder. Flounder's I, I, been so in I, I've been to Kimmer's house before, so this is, A, a big step for him just to acknowledge it. 
<laughs> well, every, well, the thing is, those stupid freaking uh, Florida, uh, when I was out in Florida, I came back to work, and I, I, I kept my storage closet. What do you call it? The big orange one. Storage what? unit. Storage, yeah, but what are, what's the name? I want to get a bad plug. They kept raising the freaking rates on me. Right, U-Haul. No, it's 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 it's, it's, it's the orange one. It's uh, U, U storage or so, whatever the famous one is. It's Bob Storebox. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, and so they kept raising the freaking rates, and so uh, and, and so it was getting like $200 a month to keep my junk in there. You know, all my childhood stuff and things I mean, I've, you know, just stuff, all my stuff. You kept your junk in there? Well, hello, hello. Uh, <laughs> a weekend at a time. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, and they gave me a bunch of crap when I went in after hours and, and I had to get through the gate. And I mean, it's just, it was just a madness. And I finally said, screw this. And I went down and drove all night. I got there at like midnight or one o'clock in the morning uh, and apparently illegally used the code of my real estate agent to get in there. And they yelled at me for that. I, I loaded up the stuff all myself, soaking wet, three o'clock in the morning, and then drove back to, to uh, uh, Georgia. Uh, and then they yelled at me for going, you know, for using the gate, you know, after five in the morning or before six in the morning or so. You know what? I mean, I couldn't believe it. I said, for all that money, you can kiss my butt. How about that? Anyway, it was, it was brutal. So I got all this stuff now in my townhouse, which I rent. It's not mine. Uh, and there's, you know, it's, it's, it's all there. <laughs> so my saddle, all Jack's bridles and my cowboy, I mean, everything. And all, I owned it. My, I have drumsticks that I made in eighth grade boys shop. A pair of drumsticks I made and still <laughs> stuff like that. Anyway, so I, so I told myself, I'm going to start throwing this crap away. I mean, but again, I, it's my life. This is all I got. Oh, I just got sad. Oh, that's, I, I, oh, that's bad. Well, there's stuff that you just got to go through and yeah, I decipher. Well, I mean, you're but, not going to throw everything away. No, crying. No, 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 no. There's no crying in broadcasting. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but I mean, obviously, you know, stuff that's of value to my kids that they want things like that. But but I mean, you know, knickknack stuff. People just give me since I'm on the radio. I mean, I, I mentioned keychains, uh, you know, stuff that people go to Disney World and bring me back and Mickey Mouse keychain. Well, okay, I, I, honestly, but am I, do I throw it away? I mean, I hate to just, you know, get rid of all things like that. I got all kinds all, kinds of knick-knacky stuff like that and i hate to just chuck it and yet nobody who, who the hell would want it you know who would want another keychain from disney world you know what i mean it's not like it's an authentic thing oh the kimmer owned this wow you know what i mean <laughs> anyway i'm sorry i don't know i'm fr- i'm flark lackalating here because i'm trying to figure out what you know do stuff for the vacation and the kids and it's just so yeah, so we're going good anyway we got a million things in the news today and the damn golden bachelor i just i'm so freaking ticked off about this <laughs> I, honestly did you and, and pete i know i thought you were gonna watch. you hadn't watched any i thought you were gonna watch it last night all right, I turned on, and it was Jesse Palmer. Man, is his career tanked. And he's talking to some woman, and she's crying, and he's had his, <laughs> had his hand on her knee, hitting on her and stuff like that. And I'm going, okay, I think there's a football game. On, so I switched over to the football <laughs> Oh, my game. God. So, yeah, you lasted like four seconds. Well, that was yeah. a t- toward the end. when he, That was must have been Leslie when she was when telling everything was happened. Anyway, uh, uh, but I'm, uh, oh, and by the way, what's that guy's name? J- uh, J- uh, what would you say? The, the, the I think it's Jesse Palmer, the former yeah, the, Florida yeah. quarterback. Yeah, but, uh, but you know. I, I, I mean, guy. Okay, okay. He's. Uh, I don't think he's a very good host. I don't think he's very comfortable. Actually, uh, he, he, it looked like he was struggling, trying to stall and things like that. He just didn't look very. You know, they were not live last night, and it didn't look like he handled it well. But here's what bothers me: he's obviously a great-looking guy. He's got great hair, but he's got guys like that who have that kind of growth of beard. Uh, look like look idiotic. Either grow the damn beard or shave it or do, you know do a little bit, but you know have a little five o'clock shadow uh, maybe. But he's got like a four day growth and it just looks dirty. 
I couldn't believe it. Have you looked in the mirror lately? Well, I know. I'm not good, but I'm doing this to see if it's going to come in. But I don't have a good beard, and I know I don't, and I'll I'll shave it off. But, but again, I know that. And, again, especially with an old guy, you you just look, you know, dirty. (laughs) But, anyway, that's not a good look. He's too good looking to either grow the beard or or just do the, you know, the little whisker stuff like, we you know, the little goatee. I don't know. I'm just saying. I was kind of surprised. And the damn basher guy, I just, I just, uh, uh, and uh, we'll go. You know, he met Teresa first, and then uh, oh man! And, and they're talking about. They were all talking about how you know. Well, well I, I'm down to the two of you, and she said, "I know it's between me and her." The two, and they're all talking about this whole time, and I'm thinking, "What kind of night?" I'm just I'm cringing the whole freaking time. You you knew this was going to happen. You knew at some point you had to get down to just the one girl. Uh, but he starts saying, uh, he says, uh, "Oh, uh, if I get down on one knee for you, and uh, it's going to be for the whole da And she says, "Oh, what what?" What if you said no? And she says, oh, no, I would never say no. And, and then he, say, he looks at her and says, I want to remember. And again, this is Teresa. I hate her. I just hate her. I hate her. I hate her. Uh, and in every possible way. And he says, I just want to remind you that I love you. And now I'm overjoyed saying it now. And she says, oh, that means so much to me. I've, I've always wanted to hear that. I've always wanted to feel that. I, I've sort of given up. And off they go, and then, and then, and then they're, oh, God, well, we'll get you one. And, it's, and, then, you know, and they keep talking about, well, if I get down on one knee, I say, oh, yeah, I remember that one knee business. Pretty good. Hey, Pete, remind me again, how did that turn out? <laughs> Somehow you've managed to turn this around <laughs> to you. <laughs> well, it was fun to God and everybody in the clips of Acapulco. I mean, music's playing in the restaurant, and I'm down in there. I want to know. And, and, and what did she say again? I forgot. What, what did she say when I asked her to marry me? No! That's where you go. <laughs> Negatory. Nada. Never. Nunca. <laughs> Not so, your dream. So imagine my surprise many years later. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. God, I'm going to cut my head off, I swear to God. Anyway, thanks for the memories. Uh, it's coming up on 313 with a Kimber, Pete, and Flounder. Here's, we love phone calls. Here's our phone number, 404-741-1230. If you watch that show or anything else, Sandra Day O'Connor passing, you, know, you got a lot of newsy stuff. The debate, did you watch the debate last night? And what do you think about it? Newsom got clobbered. I think. Anyway, 404-741-1230. Letter it Friday with a Kimber, Pete, and Flounder. Look out. Look out. Right, we're rocking and rolling, and we got phone calls and everything. God bless America. What a freaking day. It's beautiful. 316 with the Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder and ACDC. And we also have Courtney and Linda. Hold on, you guys. Kimmer babes go to the front of the line. Here's ACDC, and on this day in 2014, Phil Rudd, the drummer, pleaded not guilty to charges of threatening to kill and possession of drugs. I assume he wasn't trying to kill the drugs, uh, except uh, orally. Phil was excused from appearing in New Zealand's Taranga District Court with his lawyer entering the plea. The 60-year-old Australian-born musician, the brummer of uh, ACDC, was originally charged with attempting to procure the murder of two guys. And I can't remember how that came out. Flodder, do you remember whatever happened to that guy? I don't remember offhand. No, uh, I'm not sure. Was he one of the original members? I think so. Uh, but I, I, I remember talking about this, you know, every year anniversary we do this story. <laughs> and I don't remember whatever happened. I don't remember. Uh, hold on, ladies. Sorry, we'll get right to you. Quick birthday of note. Let's do, uh, well, Charlene Tilton. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, put it that way grammatically. Charlene Tilton is 65 years old. She played Lucy Ewing on Dallas, and she was that chubby little platinum blonde chick 
who was yeah. definitely hot. I mean, she yeah. she definitely had a look. And now, and boys, I have to admit this. And, and girls, hold on, please. And my camera babes, I, I really screwed up here. Last night, that stupid Bachelor show, and, and normally every night when I'm watching TV, and hold on, i got to try to find what I'm doing here. When I watch TV, um, I get I do, I do get ready for the next day's show uh, by uh, going into my history, uh, getting all my history stuff, and and I type that up on my typewriter, and then the next morning I put in the birthday stuff. But the history stuff I do in advance while I'm watching the show. But I was watching The Bachelor, and I forgot to do it, so I took pictures of it on my phone. So now I'm going to go for some of the history to, to uh, take pictures off my phone to tell you this day in history. And the most important one I have here on my phone, number one, is Rosa Parks. 1955, bus boycott in Montgomery after she refused to give up her seat in the so-called colored section uh, to make room for a white guy. Martin Luther King Jr. led the boycott, lasted over a year, and the uh, desegregation of the buses followed. The merchants were losing all their money, and it's basically thought of as the beginning of the civil rights movement. What are you chuckling about in there? (laughs) Because Jeff, uh, on Facebook yesterday, put a photo of a bus, okay? Yeah. And it's the bus, you know, has the wraparound, you know, little advertisements. And it's it's basically a commemoration of Rosa Parks and what she did, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's on a bus. Okay. But Jeff points out they put it on the back of the, <laughs> the, back of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> he says when your 25-year-old dad buyer is completely oh, getting rid of his... Oh, did I give you my magic stick? <laughs> ジェネレーションのオーディオ。ジェネレーションのオーディオ。ジェネレーションのオーディオ。ジェネレーションのオーディオ。ジェネレーションのオーディオ。ジェネレーションのオーディオ。ジェネレーションのオーディオ。ジ
figure something like this. Thank you, Court. You have a great weekend, sweet doll. And I am. It's so nice to talk to you. Three twenty-one. And Linda's joining us. Hello, Linda. Did you watch the debate last night? Yes, I did. Just for the record. Anyway, thank you, Flanda. That's great. Excuse me. Thank God those days are behind you. Well, now we just enjoy right now. You know, such a fulfilling life. You know, I just. It's really, it's really just a gift every and day. Just, up, you know, the, the happiness and the joy that I that I feel and can share. The gift giver. <laughs> I'm sure the, I, I, I just yeah. keeps on giving. It's just my God. Yeah. You know, one day I'm just gonna I'll be walking down the street, probably on the way to work, and I'll just melt. It'll just be. Oh, what happened to that guy? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I heard. I think he actually. I think he actually said Biden is 100 percent. Boy, he's there 100 percent. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm just, I've got to oh. stop this day drinking. Uh, and, and, uh, your birthdays include uh, a child molester and incestuous. Uh, Woody Allen is 88 today. I'll be doing it. made it to 88. Um, and, oh, I got, I got to go to the phone now. Every time I, I got so distracted last night, I forgot to do any actual typing at all. He just obfuscated. He danced around and said, well, 1839, taking on Donald Trump. And I didn't watch a lot of soundbites. That is yelling at like very much of the debate. But, but he would always say, uh, Well, how come you're not fighting fish, Donald Trump? You know, you're trying to leave. And I said, What the hell has that got to do with it? I mean, it was, no. it was so. That oh, my God, he got creamed. He's so liberal. He's dysfunctional. He's right up there with the rest of them. Who fired it? I think it's one. Yes. Hard hair to fire. Yeah. Just restarting. I don't want something like that. Anyway, you should be that easy. I don't know what's the matter with me. What am I doing? I'm just, I'm giggling and being stupid. Because I'm giggling. You know, because that's how I was. a stupid golden bachelor. When they they brought him out on the set. I won't take long on this at all, by the way. They brought her out on the set together and they're all googling. She's all giggling and googling. And I think I'm going to say, I hate you. I hate you. I just can't imagine, you know, trying to act like a 15-year-old again at the final stage when you're All these memories. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great week. Smack that. That's very sweet. 323. <laughs> I don't believe it. Uh, by the way, I'm some sorry, of the uh, uh, reactions James uh, Woods last night for a motor company began using a new California doesn't enforce criminal laws anymore because he was murdered. He murdered Newsom. What a day that was, 1913. Anyway, so there you go. A couple of things. DeSantis just ended Newsom's political ambition. Some sad news. Newsom bragged that California has the world's fifth largest economy. Great. But that's like California having the mountains and the ocean. That was given to Newsom, by the way. He was like, he's like a child. Uh, Will Kane said he's like she, a child uh, born on third base and thinks he hit a uh, triple. Think, uh, she was, the question uh, is, what did yeah. you do with well, all that inheritance? Uh, and the answer was, uh, is, drive in people and companies out of California. She was he's now retreated the state dementia. back to first base. She was nominated what a great way of thinking of it. He's born on third and thinks he hit a triple. Here's a couple of things. Remember the name Andrew Pollock. She was the moderate to the conservative My daughter died in the Parkland mass shooting. She was frustrated to a lot of Republicans. Was not even governor when it happened, but I'm sure 
was held more glad of a balance, he became governor she was shortly accused after. of watching how the other governor justices voted, fired the incompetent people responsible, and then she would demonize step in and try to be the swing gun owners to tip Newsom the balance the way she wanted to. Anyway, another Kaylee, uh, it's an absolutely jaw dropping moment. She was very well known, very declines to say there should be any restrictions on abortion in the seventh day to ninth month of pregnancy. Babies able to survive outside the womb are talking full term children that can feel pain. Imagine that. No restrictions, no running water, and no electricity. And one quick in her Dave Rubin on uh, until she I've was never seen seven. anything like this. Newsom literally can't she say one sentence that's riding true. And repairing DeSantis the fences with the cowboys. Facts from she knows how to shoot a gun. This, this she knows how to from reality by Newsom and the left have exactly what needs to be a strong will. Is there anyone on Twitter.com that thinks Newsom doing a good job Stanford University at the age of 16 graduated magna cum laude with a B.A. in economics. Celebrated law degrees in Stanford in 1952. Oh, and this, from the debate last night. She ultimately night. turned him down, about the poop broke off the relationship oh, that was, when that, she moved to Washington, D.C. <laughs> that, that, that's got to be one of the... If you haven't, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't heard this, you may have it, and you should hear it again. This may be one of the greatest debate moments of any debate of all time. When she got her law degree, nobody would hire her. She was a woman in 1952. Women didn't get hired in law firms stuff like that. One on firm that. said, "I'll hire you as a legal plotting? secretary." Well, this is an app where and they that led plot to, uh, the human feces <laughs> that, that are found on the streets uh, of San Francisco. You see how almost and, uh, the whole thing is covered because that is what has uh, happened. Another quick newsy thing of some fairly serious nature. By the way, if you want to join us in this and talk about this, eight four four seven four one twelve thirty, or talk about the golden bats or how many pigs are raised. I can't freaking believe it. She's a snake. Chinese look at her flag. face on her. American it's like, flag God, she's got a putty stuck up. under so her they're willing to do it for just a like just dictator, blech. but they're not willing to do it for their God. own. And, 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 and they talked about the night, you know, swam with the last two ladies. They get to spend the night together in the horny And by the way, he said feces on television. Love sweet or some freaking thing where they spend the night if they want her together. I mean, you know, I mean, by God. And so then they asked her, you know, I would have said doo-doo. Apparently it changes his mind. I would have said doo-doo. And I'll tell you in a little while what he uh, but, you know, DeSantis blasting him for because Florida's, uh, uh, well, Newsom is trying to com- uh, right, now, uh, say actually that Florida is not Shut the freedom up. state, that California the is the freedom state. to be expelled in well, decades. Notes George California led New York. Freedoms other they states did not. They were also today. freedom searches, majority voted, and it was not a problem. Two-thirds majority, two decades ago, Jim Trafficat, but Ohio and Democrat was kicked out. Yeah, he was kicked out because he had been convicted of Having the guy arrested bribery. in the Pacific Ocean <laughs> on a freaking kayak or raft or something, sunboard for not having a mask on. Obviously, he I mean, my God. That he, uh, used if a lot I may of his, interject uh, here for your bingo card, no, 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 no,
bucket over there from California. I said he would take away the presumption like a freaking spittoon in the wild west. in 1970. What about Bob Menendez? And that's a great question, Senator Bob Menendez. Has caught gold bars and Mercedes cars and all kinds of stuff representing Egypt as opposed to his own country. And he's now being convicted of radio. Happy Friday. All kinds of things and accused of all kinds of worse things than Santos. Santos has been accused of taking people's money to buy, you know, Botox and stuff instead of his political donations. Menendez is accused of representing a foreign country with his wife for Egypt. So, I mean, how do you, no kidding, this isn't fair. And, of course, there'll be now a special election in New York. And so who knows whether we're getting another Republican or whether we just lost another one. I mean, it's just freaking unbelievable. And coming up, it says quarter five, uh, four already, quarter four. Uh, Jesse's, uh, Jesse's, it's not Jesse, it's Jesse. Uh, This guy should be in prison for 15 years. What he did is as bad as anything anybody did at the so-called insurrection on the mostly peaceful Ashley Babbitt January 6th day. Jussie Smollett's responsible for a, a lot more harm to this country than what they did. 346 with a oh Kimmer Pete in Falounder. Friday time. Sir, I want you to think about that as you go through your stuff, how you can play wow. someone. What? Now, did you get to, like, Goodwill or something? Uh, or? This day? I did. Oh, my. What a great story. Uh, I don't know this now, song. What's he, this song? Well, I, I assume you didn't say, by the, the way, I used to own that. Or did you? Or did you oh, talk yeah, about it? Yeah. Oh, what a I sweet know, story. Oh, my God. So you took that special scarf for that memories for you. That's not Joe Gave it to Goodwill, and then you found a guy wearing it. I think the Eagles have sung it. I think it's a Joe Walsh. Too, with the Eagles and yeah, that's just, that's one of the sweetest yeah. things I've ever heard. But I think in the, the I'm sorry, say again, please. Yeah, but I think in the uh, when you read it, it talks about in the city, doesn't it? Well, we'll see. Uh, on this day, 2012, San Diego Mayor Jerry Sanders declared Peaceful Easy Feeling Day in honor of Jack Kempchen, who wrote the Eagles' hit in the city. The ceremony took place at a hot dog joint called the Wiener Schnitzel. Riz at Wiener Schnitzel, where he wrote the last verse while waiting for his order. Okay. Tempchin okay, was presented think, with a golden wiener at the event. Yes, sir. I think it means he wrote the song Peaceful Easy Feeling in the city of San Diego, because I've eaten at Wiener Schnitzel's, and they're very good there in San Diego. I'll be darned. Well, now, see, I don't know whether the song... It, well, well then I got Eagles it wrong. in the city. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You That's hysterical. <laughs> he wrote the song while he was in the city, so let's play in the city. <laughs> Why don't you play Barry Mantle? I wrote the song. How about that? <laughs> I built this city. That's about the Starship Enterprise. Whatever the hell they are. <laughs> oh, my God. We've totally lost it. Uh, hold on. Now, hold on, you guys. Uh, uh, Esther and Marty, right there. I got to do I got to do a birthday. I just I have to get to my thing. Uh, let's see. Uh, Zoe Kravitz is 35 years old today. Catwoman in The Batman. Lita Lestrange in the Fantastic Beasts movies. Zoe Kravitz's dad is Lenny Kravitz, and her mom is Lisa Benet. Sorry. Lisa Benet from... From the Crosby, uh, Cosby show, the uh, pervert uh, rapist. Anyway, Zoe Kravitz is 35 years old. And uh, I'll do one quick history thing, if you don't mind. Um, um, uh, here we go. In uh, 1994, recovering from East Coast-inflicted gunshot wounds suffered the day before, Tupac Shakur was convicted on charges of sexually abusing a fan in this hotel room. And by fan, I don't think they mean the things that, hand string that hangs from the ceiling and goes round and round. Anyway. All right, uh, 352 with a camera, Pete and Flounder. To the phones, to the phones. It's Esther. Hi, Esther. Happy Friday. Let her rip. How you doing? What's up? Oh, I'm good, 
Thanks. Um, love y'all. I listen to y'all every day on my way home from work. And I was in the drive-thru line, and I had an interaction with the lady that was giving me my change. Uh-huh. And I immediately thought, oh, my God, Kimmer will die. <laughs> what <Because> happened? <laughs> My order, my total was $4.96. I gave her a $20 bill. Um, this was a, I think she was probably in high school, wasn't an older lady, but probably in high school. And um, I kept looking at her and looked like she was having some trouble. I thought, well, maybe there's trouble with the, with the cash machine. But then she left and she came back with her phone. <laughs> And she was trying to figure out how much change she was going to give me, and she had to subtract it on her phone. Oh, my God. We're, we're doomed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now you got to get an app to look up change on a 20. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, it, and it was $4.96. I mean, that, you know, it wasn't like an odd number. It was like, what? She went and got her phone. And I was listening to you all, and I said, I've Gotta call Cameron because he will die. Oh, that's unbelievable. And by the way, one of the fun things to do, try this sometime. If it's four dollars and ninety-six cents, uh give her a twenty dollar bill and six cents. And oh. then and then she'll have to deduct the six cents from the four ninety-six to make it four ninety, so she gives you back a dime. Plus the, you know, the, uh, and just because you tell her what, well, I don't want all those pennies, and so I wanted to get a dime back, and oh. they'll never I mean it'll it'll mess them <laughs> up. <laughs> Right. But I thought, yeah, but you're exactly right. We're doomed. Oh, it's like, Lordy. What is going on? Unbelievable. Anyway, right, Th- I thought you would get a kick out of that. Thank you, Esther. That's a great story. You have all a great right. week. And be careful uh-huh. out there. Thank you. What a sweet story. All right. Bye. Thank you. Give her Babe right there at 354. By the way, speaking of drive throughs uh, uh, Pete found a, a story about the new McDonald's hamburger. He's getting a makeover. We'll get to it in a second. First, I'm going to get back to uh, phone calls. Go to the front of the line. It's Marty. Hey, Marty, how's it going, man? Welcome aboard. Happy Friday. Hey, hey! Happy Friday, guys. Uh, just wanted to uh, say a long time uh, caller, first time listener. <laughs> oh, <good>. um, <laughs> hey, uh, just wanted to comment on the the Golden Bachelor when they're in the freak chat. Chat. Do you think? The reason why he changed his mind because she gave up the A. Well, I'm, I'm not sure whether we've the. <laughs> what? <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the absolute answer for the question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, in fact, hold on a minute. Let me get the, there's a quote in here that I've, I, I'll find it here in a second. Got it right here. Where the hell is it now? Oh crap! Now I, oh, oh here it is. Here it is somewhere in here. Uh, they, at the end of the show, when they all bring them out together. Uh, somebody wanted to know because uh, apparently Gary said that after he made his mind up after they spent the night together, apparently it was clear, and so the audience and the uh, host guy wanted to know what was it that happened. Um, and let's see, I'm, I've got the quote in here exactly somewhere, and now I can't find it. Uh, well, she says basically, uh, I knocked his boots off. Uh, which was her way of saying, uh, I'll bet she did things to him he had never even heard of uh, because I can't otherwise imagine. Uh, I just, I didn't like her from the beginning. I don't, did you watch the whole series or, or I mean, what is your opinion? What do you think? No, 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 no. Did not watch it. I'm <laughs> afraid to admit my wife watched it, but I did not. But, you know, hey, she, she did things to him. No, 
he she let him do things to her. Yeah, that's very very <laughs> likely too. All right, <laughs> uh, you bastards have a good weekend. Oh, you're a beautiful bastard yourself, Marty. <laughs> you obviously been listening to me on the morning show. Uh, anyway, that's good. Now, is that another one, there, Flounder? Uh, we have one more, Ricky. Ricky, you're on the radio. Happy Friday, man. What's going on? Hey, Ricky. Yes, sir. Um, I'm getting a little feedback. That's an issue on your end. <laughs> uh, have you turned your radio Thanks down? Sharing. Uh, the radio is down. Oh, I'm you on headphones. Okay. Anyway, yeah. I want to ask you, I know you fought in, uh, Hello. came in, you know, fought in Vietnam. Was there anything different you would do? You know, about what? What? Again, you know, I mean. Ricky, I'm sorry. I I don't. Okay. Try to be try to be coaching and clear of what you're actually asking me. What do you want to know? Is this A.I.? Ricky, can you ask? I think we lost him. Okay. I I, I don't know what he was. He was trying. When I was talking to him on the phone, he was asking. Is there anything, if you were in Vietnam, are there any similarities with what's going on in the Middle East with Israel and Hamas? Oh, I, oh, well, oh, God. Uh, terror, well, I, I don't know, I don't, I don't possibly know how to answer that. In what way? Terrorism, fear, uh, you know, children dying. I mean, I, you know, I saw kids being blown up and I'm telling you, it's, you know, but I, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not your source on, uh, okay, I'm not your source on uh, combat expertise and leading battalions into battle and planning for uh, overtaking of an enemy uh, bastion or, I mean, I'm just, I'm not that guy. I'm not, I, believe me, I'm not anywhere near that kind of guy. Um, and so, and my experiences aren't really of, you know, interest or of importance to anybody, probably. And, and, you know, my kids say, gee, my dog didn't talk about Vietnam. Nobody talked about me. It was not a thing. Anyway, let's do a McDonald's real quick before we go. McDonald's is having a burger makeover, and this actually sounds pretty good. I haven't seen a, even seen a McDonald's anywhere near me in years, by the way. They had one and it burned down. Uh, they're trying to be more like five guys. So McDonald's now, after doing like a years-long testing kitchen thing. Uh, no, apparently they've been testing this since 2015. Yeah, for years. They're going to do six patties at a time instead of eight in the, me- in the mechanism. Make sure there's more burger juices. Big Macs get more sauce. Buttery brioche buns will be used in sliced thicker bottom to retain heat. Sesame seeds more randomly scattered to give a homier look. Cheese will be taken out of refrigerators sooner so it melts more during cooking. Onions will be rehydrated and purchased for a more juiciness. And lettuce and pickles stored in similar containers so they refresh more often. All right. The new burger at McDonald's coming up. What do you think? Four o'clock with a Kimber Pete flounder. I guess you can tell it's freaking Friday. I call drinking. I call drinking. <laughs> Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. 
In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Ah, yes. VIP. <laughs> what the was that? <laughs> Vanilla Ice. Yeah, another happy memory. Vanilla Ice on this day in 1990. <laughs> Started a four-week run at number one in Britain with Ice Ice Baby. The track sampled the bass intro to The Queen and David Bowie, number one, Under Pressure. I don't know what that means. That's a song, Under Pressure. You know the song. Ah, to The Queen and David Bowie, number one, Under Pressure. Ice Ice Baby was initially released as the B-side to the rapper's cover of Play That Funky Music, White Boy. And that became the A-side after DJ started playing it instead of the other one. That's cool. Yeah, that was the first gift I ever bought with a funk. Trash Mac. Uh, 404. Uh, birthdays include uh, oh, the sometimes funny and awfully uh, disgusting. This is the original version. I'm sorry, this is? Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. This one I remember. What was that one you played? Was that the uh, the British one that we were talking about? Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice is the rapper. This is right here. This is the original version by Queen and David Bowie. Ah, I got you. Well, let's play this for a second. It's called Country. The City by Joe Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got that easy, peaceful feeling over there. <laughs> anyway, well, so you want to play it for a second? Here we go. Well, it's just the bass line that he ripped I off. I, I got you. Yeah, that's definitely the same thing. Uh, birthdays include uh, the uh, sometimes funny and disgusting Sarah Silverman. 53. Well, I remember I, I saw her doing one routine, and it was hysterical. I mean, she was really, really funny. But I, then I saw another one where she was just really gross, uh, sort of. I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, but she's obviously. And, and, and by the way, she's. So, I can't tell whether she's sexy or not. Um, she's definitely got a look about her, but I, 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 I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I have 405. Not that that matters. I'm sorry. I brought it up. I'm a guy, so. Uh, our history note includes on this day in uh, 2014, AMC had to issue an apology for screwing up on social media. They posted a major spoiler to Facebook right after the Walking Dead midseason finale and revealed the death of a main character. Fans who hadn't seen the episode yet were furious because it showed a picture of, shall I say it now? This no, was 2014. No, it was no, no, nine years ago. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. It showed a picture of Daryl carrying a body with a caption, R.I.P. Beth. So <laughs> pretty much, you know, <laughs> you bastards. Anyway. Uh, I four. didn't know she died. Oh, well, but then start watching nine years. We're supposed to wait nine years? My God, man. <laughs> <laughs> and you've never seen the show, so you have no idea who that is either. I've seen but, the show. All oh, right, then. The 406. My God. And by the way, I'm serious about this Jussie Smollett business. Uh, today, the Illinois appeals court upheld his stupid conviction for a teeny-weeny little thing that basically let him off the hook for everything he did, as far as I'm concerned. And now his legal team at Jussie Smollett's going to file an appeal with the Supre Supreme Court. Jussie Smollett, the actor, at, uh, actor from Empire, the TV series, 
who is black and gay and made a point of it, staged a uh, uh, staged that hate crime in 2021. Uh, the, the trial convicted him of a uh, of a misdemeanor, basically. Yeah, he uh, let's see. He reported to the Chicago police. Remember this at like three o'clock in the morning. He was supposedly out looking for something to eat when two guy two black guys wearing ski masks and mega hats uh, beat him up and put a noose around his neck, and then he kept the noose around his neck when he called the police to have them investigated as a hate crime. Uh, and he was saying, oh, those MAGA people. And remember the outrage around the country. Hell, Vice President Sidepiece, a shiftless and lazy Vice President Carmella, uh, once said he was a hero with a modern-day lynching. Remember that? Yep. Unbelievable. And political speak, this was 2021. It was an important time in our history. Guess who was president back then? I mean, this was unbelievable. As though he'd be out walking along 3 o'clock in the morning at 20 below zero in Chicago in the middle of winter uh, trying to find a subway restaurant or something and got mugged by two MAGA guys who happened to be black and put a noose around his neck. Well, that was a bunch of crap. In fact, later on, the two black guys admitted on TV they came forward to say, yeah, he paid. It was all fake. We, we staged it. So he got convicted of staging a hate crime, but it was basically a misdemeanor and got uh, 150 days in jail, um, uh, sentenced to probation and a fine of $120,000, which is, oh, I'm sorry, a fine of $25,000 and restitution to the city of Chicago for one hundred twenty grand. And so he's suing all the way. He still says that he was an innocent victim. And remember this dirt bag, you scummy dirt bag, black gay. I don't give a crap about that, you slimy little worm. You're slimy little measly little worm. He says, I did, when he got to court, the sentencing hearing just killed me. He said, quote, I did not do this, and I am not suicidal. And if anything happens to me when I go there, I did not do it to myself. You have to know that. And he lead him away. I'm just, I'm innocent. <laughs> oh, you slimy little worm. You wheezy little sniveling little piece of scum. He got a, He was released six days later while he appealed it. Well, the appeal came back today denied. <laughs> now his attorney said, hold on a minute. No, no, we're going all the way, baby. They're going to the Supreme Court, my friends. Oh, yeah, that's right. Holy crap. Still saying he's innocent. We saw the two guys admitted you paid him. Uh, they, I mean, you paid them. <laughs> oh it's on videotape of them buying the rope. Yeah, they, they have the surveillance video from the from the department store, uh, uh, the, hardware, you know, the store. hardware store. <laughs> Showed them buying the rope at the counter. <laughs> <laughs> My God! And you know the damage that he did. Yes. Uh, the vice president side piece was saying, "Well, it's a modern day lynching. You white supremacists, you MAGA people." And uh, you know, and, and President Showers with daughter uh, comes out, and, you know, with, with a flaming red bowels of hell with a marine guarding himself, talking about you MAGA Republicans. This was more evidence of the division of this country. It started under putty tat. Anyway, my God. All right, four um, four ten. Uh, let's do this story. Um, and Pete and I had a little discussion about it in the first place. I'm going to leave the woman's name off uh, out of the story. And the reason is that it's a really a bizarre story. And for some reason, the video just was made public, I guess, today. And since it was released today... It's had two and a half million views. The footage is of a woman in Georgia on the Tybee Island Beach in July of 2021 on a beach. 
and it shows that she was apparently uh, covered herself under a blanket, but she was uh, sort of seen doing some gyrations and heard moaning, and somebody called the cops and said, hey, there's families here, and there's a woman who's over there with a a vibrating instrument of some kind and uh, seems to be going through a little thing with a thing there. So the cops showed up, and today the body cam footage was released. And the woman who was 34, I'm not going to mention her name because of what happened at the end. She was approached by cops. Some families reported her behavior on Tybee Island Beach. And uh, she admits, uh, uh, let's see, uh, the cops slap handcuffs on her. Uh, She's wearing a one-piece swimsuit, holding a water bottle, and appears distressed when they approach by the cops. Uh, She said, what did I do? What did I do? And the guy says, well, apparently you were on the beach. And she said, who saw that? He said, well, is this one of my buddies? It wasn't one of your buddies, man. The cop said it's a family complaining. She says, okay, do I get a ticket? And the cop says, well... Uh, so you had the uh, fur, fur, fur there. She says, well, I just put it in there. I covered up and had a thing. I just, I was sorry. I was just very stressed. And so I, ha- I had an arrival. And the cop said, yeah, I got you. Hang tight for me. And she said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was in the water. He said, she said, please don't do this to me as they handcuff her and take her away. Go through her backpack. Uh, retrieve the, uh, the describes it as a bullet-style uh, vibrating machine, as they call it. Uh, she apologized being booked for indecent exposure, disorderly conduct. She did anything anybody would see me. She was just having a bad day, was stressed out, and uh, did the, uh, was there. Uh, she could have faced 12 months in jail for 20 seconds of gratification, according to her lawyer. Well, here's the bad news is the woman, eight months later, uh, has been revealed, killed herself. Uh, for being caught by the cop, apparently the, I, I don't know whether her I don't know whether her family's involved in some kind of lawsuit about this or whatever, and why this footage is released. And again, I'm not going to mention her name because the last thing he'll, she'll be remembered for is that she killed herself after being caught months before uh, Farkalukaladen with herself on the beach at Tybee Island. If you've ever been there, there's two sides. The north side is very tony and nice homes and vacation homes. The southern side is basically a place for college kids like me hanging out there in the 80s and biker bars yeah. and stuff like that. And we did things on that beach that makes what she did look like child's yeah. play. I mean, I, and to me, the whole, the story is, is is just really, you know, it's, a, it's not a very nice story. But the fact that she killed herself after they, you know, handcuffed her and, and t- took her away, isn't that a little excessive? Yeah, a, a ticket would have been. I mean, God, or enough. maybe to take her over by the patrol car and talk to her and write her a ticket and say, okay, you know, you better get out of here before. I mean, so, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I'm a pro cop guy. I, I, I'm not complaining about the police. Uh, clearly, the, I, I assume a supervisor probably said, well, you better bring her in or something. I don't know. I don't know what the, I don't know what the law says, but I just, I feel so bad about it. I'm not going to mention her name. Uh, she, she killed herself, for God's sakes, eight months after that or something. I don't know. It's just, uh, seems, you know, can't we all get along? Uh, four, four, almost 414 uh, with a Kevin Pete Flounder. It is Friday. Let her rip, baby. Anything goes. 404-741-1230 if you want to join us. There you go. <laughs> Look out. It's only me. It's only the camera. How's it going with Pete Davis and Flounder 418? Bippity boppity, my boys and girls. It's uh, 1989 time right now with Sly and the Family Stone. And 
Sly himself was sentenced on this day in 89 to 55 days after pleading guilty to a charge of driving under the influence of cocaine. Two weeks later, he also pleaded guilty to possession of cocaine. And then he was sentenced to spend up to 14 months in rehab. Uh, Sly and the Family Stone. I, we have a friend we used to work with I called Sly and the Family Jim because his name was Jim Sly. So, uh, Birthdays include Bette Midler, 78 years old today. Uh, good for you, Bet. Oh, and I got to I got to go find a phone now from a history thing because I got distracted by the stupid Bachelor show. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, let's see. On this uh, this day in history in uh, 2001, the last Trans World Airlines flight, flight number 220, flies into St. Louis International Airport, ending 76 years of TWA operations, following TWA's purchase by American Airlines, thus ending forever. When the stewardess walks up and says, would you like some of our TWA coffee? You'd say, no, but I would like some of your, well, anyway, other beverages, I'd say. Uh, <laughs> I guess you had to be of a certain age. Yeah. Uh, or, or, or not. All right, let me erase that one. And done. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, a couple of weird, a, a weird story here in the news today. A, a fellow in uh, Vietnam was experiencing a lot of pain for months, like five months. So he went to the Cuba Friendship Hospital in Dong Hoi. Now, this is unbelievable. <laughs> Vietnam, thanks for the memories. There's two Vietnam memories. Uh, the Cuba Friendship Hospital. <laughs> what a great name. In Dong Hoi, Vietnam. The 30... <laughs> Dong Hoi. Choi Duck. Mak Lom Choi Oi. Chao Kova. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so bad. Uh, a 35-year-old guy had uh, headaches for months and months, so they checked him into the hospital. He did a CT scan and revealed that he was suffering from a rare, potentially life-threatening neurological condition caused by the fact that he had a pair of chopsticks up his nose into his brain. He remembered, oh, God, that was, uh, he was in a fight drinking with his butt. <laughs> He was, I could, I bet I could see it could happen. Those girls are adorable. They're beautiful. They're, they are about, you know, five one and ninety pounds, and they have beautiful little fingers. And anyway, uh, he remembered a fight he was in, drinking five months before that, and he said he didn't recall many of the details from the fight, but he did remember somebody stabbing him in the face with something. Well, doctors took the freaking chopsticks out of his brain, out of his skull. And he's said to be in stable condition, and they're going to they're going to let him out of the hospital. So man, it could have been a hell of a lot worse. Uh, Four twenty-two with the Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Also, some uh, uh, nasty, horrible habits of of, of boyfriends <laughs> uh, coming up here in the news as well. Four twenty-two. If you want to join us, it's four zero four seven four one twelve forty thirty seven four one one two three zero. Boyfriends, bad habits going through social media. A woman has revealed the disgusting reason she finally dumped her boyfriend. She couldn't take it anymore. And apparently she has a lot of friends insisting that probably made sense. The, the, the problem was she discovered he had a habit of only changing his bed sheets <laughs> twice a year. Oh, oh. Twice a year. That's pretty bad. Uh, oh. she, says, uh, she says it's got to be every week. You need to wash your sheets every week. 
And so he said, now, wait a minute. Uh, he said, okay, I'll tell you what. He said, I, he said well, I, re- I wash them every two months. She said, you're lying. He said, okay, I'm lying. So she said, every two months is absolutely disgusting and gross. And he says, I got a solution. And if you don't like it for musty sheets, you uh, spray some air freshener on the bedding. Spray oh. air freshener on that. She's, no, no, no. Flamethrower. <laughs> By the way, experts, for the record, experts say you should, you should wash your sheets every two weeks. It prevents yeah. a buildup of dust mites, which feed off your skin cells and sweat and body fluid, stuff like that. Uh, by the way, a half of single men admit they, they wash their sheets at least every four months. They wait at least every four months. Uh, about 12% say they wash them when they remember to wash them. <laughs> uh, and thousands of people, I'm going to ask you guys here in a minute, um, thousands of folks have now empathized with a woman. One gal says, this exchange maybe three months in. I lasted five months before I moved out and dumped him for the same reason. Another said he also never flushed the toilet. Oh. Yeah. And when we discussed moving in and habits, he only told me what I wanted to hear, and I was definitely bamboozled. And one lady said, that is so foul, I could never share a space with someone like that. And, I, and I'm, uh, to be honest, I th- I'm, I'm, in fact, I'm going to wash my sheets this weekend uh, because I, I, it's, I think probably every, about every three weeks, I'll bet you. Because, you know, it's not like there's any, but, you know, the uh, the uh, Kimmer uh, Asian Cheerleader Fan Club from the Kimmer's Fan Club Division is a whole other section of the house. So that, yeah, but for me, yeah, right, yeah, exactly. So, uh, I mean, I think every three weeks, probably, if I'm honest, maybe every month. Sunday so wine. Well, you probably wash them every hour. Uh, Flounder, well, you can even, even before yeah. I started dating Veronica, I would do it one, just because of how bad my allergies used to be. And with dust mite and stuff like that, I'd, I'd wash them probably once a week. Yeah. Now, is, um, yeah, I, I think that's what, man. That's re- that's real good, uh, Flounder. <laughs> Pete, <laughs> Pete, what about what your what, what would you say honestly is your washing sheets? Well, when you get a new set, when you get a new mattress, right? So what's the? Yeah, every twelve years, something like that. <laughs> no, basically, <laughs> if I get to the first of the month and I haven't washed them yet, I'll wash them at the first of the month. So it's at least every three or four weeks. Yeah, at least. But and that's only because it's just me. If there was yeah. somebody else here, of course, it would be probably once a week or every other week. Well, if I had a girl living there with me i'd have somebody yeah. come in and take care of all that stuff so she do it that's why you have the girl there she well it. i would make that deal you you do the you, you do the laundry and you can live for yeah. free that yeah. didn't seem too bad no well there might be another you know condition or two in the in the like what well i don't know i have nothing i haven't really thought about this at all <laughs> What, 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 I swear to God, if the first thirty-year-old little hottie little from Puerto Rico or something says, "Oh yeah, I'd love to live with you," and all, I, I, I'll, I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do, do the sheets once, uh, once every three weeks, and that's all I have to do. I find you're in. <laughs> Here's a <the> key. <laughs> Uh, four, sorry, 425. I'm having another little mental issue here, apparently. Uh, oh, speaking of love, yes, and we were for a moment there. Uh, Taylor Swift's publicist, okay, that's enough. They, they, they just stop all this stuff about Taylor, my God. One that I, I, the, the Taylor Swift momentum is just unbelievable. I mean, if you wanted to, and I don't, but it pops up on your phone. I mean, it's just all one story after another. Well, now there's uh, her publicist is trying to shut down all the lies about Taylor Swift, including with her past uh, boyfriends, including the guy named Joe Alwyn, whom she was with for six and a half years. They broke up in April, have not talked about it. But in May, Taylor Swift put out a brand new song called You're Losing Me. Uh, it told from the point of view of somebody who's desperate for their partner to fight for their relationship, only to be left feeling like it was all an imposition. 
As she begs her partner in the song, do something, babe, say something, I lose something, babe, risk something, choose something, babe, uh, unless you're choosing me kind of steal. So uh, they, uh, fans are saying, well, obviously, uh, that was the demise of Taylor and Joe's romance right there. Well, have you seen him? No, she I don't. Went from one extreme to the other. He looks like a little blonde-haired beta Oh, he's, he's a dance, is he the dancer guy? I don't know. I th- or a backup singer or something, I think. But, yeah, I, no, I've seen, I have seen the picture of them together. Yeah, he's about 5'8 and 160 pounds. And, uh, I, I, well, who knows what girls like. Medium know? build. Yeah, <laughs> just a regular guy. Uh, uh, the, the topic of discussion and uh, conversation for pop culture people is being discussed on uh, gossip pages, including one called De Moi, D-E-U-X, Du Moi, like to me. Uh, anyway, to, to me, to yeah. me uh, which has two million followers. And this guy, I think it's a guy, says they were actually married. The Taylor and this guy, Joe, were married. Now, uh, he shared his belief that Taylor and Joe were, uh, took a break at some point before their final split. And he says uh, she did have a ceremony in either 2020 or 2021 in Britain. And it was described to me as a marriage by more than one person. It was never made legal, but it was a marriage. And he says, I'm dying on this hill. Put it on my tombstone. I have no reason to lie. I don't give a blank what she does. I'm sorry she didn't tell you guys about it in a song. Just because she didn't sing about it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Anyway, <laughs> so here we now. I don't know about Taylor. And now, there, again, yesterday the word came out that she's going to move in. She's moving in. She had moved in, moving van with furniture. Moving in with Travis Kelsey, and they want to have a, a, a family. Come on. Yeah. Oh, by the way, one of the things on the stupid Bachelor thing last night. Uh, ah, oh, God. Ah! Oh, man. Flounder hit. Good reminder with a note next time. What do you got in there, Flounder? Oh, man. I'll be honest, man. When men and women aren't equal, I'm sorry if that hurts your little stupid ears. (laughs) (laughs) We're not. We're not equal. Because equal means the word same. We're not the same. In fact, that's my favorite thing about a woman is that she's not a dude. Quit pretending we're the same. I don't walk around. I could have a baby if they'd let me. I can't. <laughs> People try to make it. Like, we, 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 we're equal. We're equal. I want it to be equalized. No, you don't. When any one of you got a babysitter tonight, how many of you picked a dude? <laughs> None of you. Not because you're sexist, but because you're not dumb. Because <laughs> the baby would fall off the f- balcony and <laughs> you'd be like why was the baby on the balcony he's like i don't know i came out to smoke and like, <laughs> <laughs> who's that flounder that is jeff die jeff die we've heard him before he's a funny guy <laughs> outstanding uh coming up on 4 30 with a kipper pete and flounder uh later we'll have another complaint about jeffrey epstein uh herpes airline or whatever they call it lolita air uh, and some more stories that will make you wonder. And also, uh, the Audubon Society is now caving in, saying, oh, well, the man's a racist. We can't use our society after him. It's all coming up with a Kimber, Pete, and Flounder. And I'll let it rip Friday. It's an experience, all right. 434, how you doing? Kimber, Pete, and Flounder. Yeah. High flute going there. Uh, 1967, the Jimi Hendrix Experience uh, released their second studio album, Axis, Bold as Love. Hendrix expressed dismay regarding the album cover art. 
It depicts him and the experience as various forms of Vishnu, incorporating a painting of them by Roger Law from a photo portrait by Carl Ferris. What do you mean by forms of Vishnu? He said the cover would have been more appropriate had Indian it highlighted his... Uh, he said it would have been more appropriate had it highlighted his American Indian heritage. No. No, wait, Jimi Hendrix has a, is, is an American Indian? Did I get Are that? Are we? Yeah. Wow. Well, I did not. I didn't. Do we know that? Hello. Um, I'll be damned. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Am I dragging down here or something? I'm just <laughs> getting wistful. Uh, birthdays go Carol Alt, 63. How's that? Wake up, everybody. It's Carol Alt, 63. Happy freaking birthday. Sorry. And now, our history notes include 1976 Johnny Rotten of the Sex Pistols used profanity, ladies and gentlemen, live on the BBC TV. The press called the band Rotten Punks because of that making them the founding fathers of punk rock. Because of what he said on the BBC in this day, a little historical moment. Okay, dokie, uh, let's see, 404-741-1230, if you'd like to join us, 404-741-1230. If you watched the debate and had a comment, I didn't watch the debate at all, but I did watch a lot of stuff, uh, replays of the sound bites and stuff this morning. In fact, we got another one in there, uh, a flounder, I think so. Uh, yes, we did. Uh, obviously, Newsom just w- was totally inept. He looked like an idiot from every possible sound bite I saw and replay of it. Uh, just, anytime he was presented, with facts, he just kind of dodged it and said, well, you're not fighting Donald Trump enough or something. It was just ridiculous. Anyway, here's another one of the highlights from last night. So I was talking to a fellow who had made the move. That was like... Whoops-a-daisy. I think we had Matt had two, two going there. Let me That's close right. this. That's all right. And here we go. This and... is DeSantis talking about an interesting fellow he met who moved there. So I was talking to a fella who had made the move from California uh, to Florida, and he was telling me that Florida is much better governed, uh, safer, better budget, uh, lower taxes, all this stuff. And he's really happy with the quality of life. And then he paused and he said, you know, by the way, I'm Gavin Newsom's father-in-law. So we do count Gavin's (laughs) in-laws as some of the people that have fled California um, and come to the state of Florida. (laughs) Your father-in-law. Yeah, pretty sweet. He also showed images of the books. Uh, defended his action, showing Newsom images of the books he banned, uh, one called Gender Queer. He said uh, it's not consistent with us. It's blacked out. It's pornography. Shows sex acts with children. I mean, that's like our- what? <laughs> Anyway, it was uh, for, uh, and again the poop map, just uh, that that has got to be the most distinct. That's that's more than where's the beef. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other famous uh, quotes from debates in in history. You're no Jack Kennedy. Uh, I mean, the one with a poop map has got to be right up there. With one of the most fantastic debate things of all time. Anyway, just a thought. Uh, Marsha Blackburn, Senator, is after <laughs> after Dick Durbin. I Dick Durbin's a complete fop. He's a Democrat from Illinois, complete partisan, as far as I'm concerned. And now he's blocking Senator Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee. She's trying to get a hold of all the logs from Jeffrey Epstein's uh, Lolita Airline flights. And uh, apparently Dick Durbin from Illinois is blocking her request to file for a subpoena. 
Uh, she says, gee, what are the Democrats trying to hide? Uh, she called his actions a sad day in the history of the prestigious Judiciary Committee. Some, uh, Senate Democrats have long been trying to undermine the Supreme Court and Justice Clarence Thomas. And they want to ignore Justice Sotomayor allegedly using her taxpayer-funded staff to coordinate speaking engagements in exchange for selling and promoting thousands of her books. Remember, they caught her a couple of months ago. They also don't want to have a conversation about the estate of Jeffrey Epstein to find the names of every person who participated in Jeffrey Epstein's human trafficking ring. We've got to identify everyone who could have participated in this horrific conduct on the Lolita Express. And uh, I don't know. I don't think it'll it'll ever come out. I don't think it'll ever come out. All right, let's see. Oh, should we do some bad stuff on Hamas? I almost don't want to mention it. And then then we'll do something nice about that TV commercial Pete was mentioning uh, a little while ago. And we uh, we have a, uh, I probably have a Pete's tweets in there somewhere too, if I'm guessing Flounder at some point. All right, coming up. Uh, First of all, uh, this is a a horrifying story. It was 4.40 in the afternoon on a Friday, and I hate to mention it because it's Friday and it's weekend, and it's kind of nothing you really want to be thinking about for very long. But children hostages taken by Hamas were marked by their captors. Apparently, each child was, uh, this is from, from one of the uncles of a 12-year-old and 16-year-old boys, each child that was taken by Hamas was taken on a motorbike, and they took every child, took his leg, and put it on the exhaust pipe of the motorbike so they would have a burn, so they would be marked if they ran or tried to escape, we'd know who they were. And by the way, I've been burned on exhaust pipes on my Harleys, and uh, trust me, it's not fun. It goes right through your pants and everything else. And uh, so they bur- they would deliberately b- b- brand, burn the legs of all the children so they could identify them later. And they also drugged them to keep them complacent. They were treated so bad, but at least they're still with us today. Their account was one of, uh, one of many emerging um, you heard about the uh, 10-month-old baby died in captivity along with his mother and 4-year-old brother. And now the, uh, Hamas is claiming they were killed by Israeli shelling. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Uh, the 12-year-old boy said it was beaten by a mob when he was first carried across the border. Uh, they forced him to watch graphic footage of their massacres. Every time a child cried, they threatened him with a weapon, told him to shut up. And once they got to Gaza, everybody was beating them, and they were giving them drugs to shut them up and make them quiet. Their kids were afraid to talk. When they, when they were released, even they were, wouldn't speak above a whisper. And now in Brooklyn, maybe somebody's starting to fight back and then paying for it. Robert Rosani, I'm not sure how you pronounce his last name, Rosaconi, I think it might be. Robert Rosaconi was reassigned from the Fort Hamilton High School, PS 104 in Brooklyn, after numerous complaints about his, uh, his complaints on activists and lawmakers complained about it. 200 students from a nearby school staged a walkout. He had said the following on social media. Look at these animals and the people who support this. Or, he was talking about Hamas uh, Palestinians. Look at these animals and the people who support this or call for a ceasefire. They're dogs as well. It was in response to a Hamas video uh, the Israeli Defense Force provided showing the attack on the Jewish state. Let, he said, let Gaza burn. 
There are no innocents if this is what is allowed to continue never again by any means necessary, unquote. Well, uh, some of the stop Arab hate people said, gee, should Arab or Muslim kids feel safe in his classroom? Uh, hate doesn't belong here, but Palestinians do. And so they kicked him out of class. No, they don't. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, when a river to the sea is uh, genocide. They don't want to be American. They shouldn't be here in the first place. And again, just yesterday, we found out that an awful lot of people, uh, 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 college people, in fact, the girl from Harvard, uh, said they really, they didn't want to kick out those or, or, or arrest or complain or publicly identify all the students who are calling for, uh, you know, pro-Hamas stuff because she's afraid that they'll be identified and kicked out of the country, that they're foreigners and they'll, be, they'll lose their deportation status and be kicked out of the country. So in order to protect them from being deported, she doesn't want to uh, uh, complain about them for calling for the elimination of Jews. <laughs> it's just you're protecting one side against the other who does not need to, I mean, just, well, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Pete, there's a story. The, the story that you mentioned this the other day, very briefly, we got a particular call bond here in a second, of the new Chevy commercial. I have not seen it yet, but it's five minutes long. Where, where would they play this during, like, football games, maybe halftime or something? I haven't seen it that long. It was about a minute when I saw it. Well, there, it's a five-minute long ad called A Holiday to Remember. There's a family gathering, man and his daughter talking about the declining well-being of his wife, who has early-stage Alzheimer's. There are some days she doesn't even recognize me, he says, asking, answering his daughter's question about whether her mom has some good days and bad days. A young woman, apparently the granddaughter, overhears the conversation and makes a decision. Let's make today a good day, she tells her grandmother, who sits in a vacant look on her face before carefully leading her to a... 1972 Chevy Suburban in the garage. John Denver's song, Sunshine on My Sh uh, Shoulders, is playing. The young woman drives her grandmother through town, reminding her of pivotal places in her life, like her childhood home, her high school, and a drive through theater that triggers a memory. It was there... <laughs> <laughs> it was there the now elderly woman's husband first kissed his wife-to-be, the granddaughter says. Her grandmother then corrects her, no, no, I kissed him. He was far too shy. She then tells her teary-eyed granddaughter, Bill, I need to see Bill. They go home. The longtime couple hold each other and kiss with tears streaming down their faces. Louder, you know what to do. Hey, shut up. Get out of here. You're not coming in here. <laughs> you bastard. Oh, yeah, Daddy. <laughs> oh, that's just wrong. Well, perfect time when you get a nice that's laugh cold. in. <laughs> oh, that's, that's wrong. Cold. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I read this to myself three or four. I've had this for two days. And I've read it to myself nine times saying, okay, I can do this. I can do this. Not a problem. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> my God. God. Like a woman. Thank God we're not on video anywhere or anything. Uh, 446 with, <laughs> with uh, well, what's his name and Pete and Flounder. Oh, man. <laughs> Now, kind of a lady's choice here as we slow it down to bring you in the arms of your lover. Jones, right here. The old hometown looks the same 
This is a very sad song. It is. Shoot me now. Tom Jones, 1966, number one in the British singles charts with Green Green Grass of Home. Stayed there for seven weeks, giving Decca Records its first million-selling single by a British artist, also number 11 here in America. Really? I'm surprised it wasn't number one in America. I thought it was you enormous. Know, you, you know they would have had uh, one a lot sooner than that if they'd signed the Beatles. Uh, well, well, really? What do you mean? They had a chance to sign the Beatles. and, and Oh, Decca Records? So they, yeah, they signed somebody else instead. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, they would have had a million for long before Tom Jones. I'll be damned. That's cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, birthday include, uh, we'll do a little musical birthday here, uh, John Densmore, 79, the drummer for The Doors. Uh, break on through the other side. My fire, Peter was saying, my fire, let me fire, let me fire. Uh, riders in the storm, riders in the storm. <laughs> oh, sorry. Anyway, happy birthday, John. Is uh, 79 here today. And now I got to go to Mr. Phone. Oh, sorry, Mr. Phone here because I didn't type and my typewriter's got the paper in it, but I forgot to, to do it because I was watching a stupid show. I mean, how, how could he pick Teresa? I, I, I just unbelievable. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I, how can you not go, go with Leslie? It's just, uh, all right, hold on. Uh, let's see. I understand history. Oh, uh, today I'm, I'm coming in, and one of the sales guys, Danny, is over here in the little bullpen area. And he says, hey, Kimmer, what's your nickname for uh, Hillary Clinton? I said, oh, Hillary Rodham P. Stinky Fart Cabbage. And the whole staff starts laughing because he, he was telling, telling about my nicknames. And then he said, what's your nickname for Biden? As the president showers my daughter. Anyway, I'm giving the sales staff my nicknames for my people. And the reason I thought it was because they started, they started they busting up. They were asking up. me that the other day, actually. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> well, the reason it's apropos uh, today is because on this day in 2008, Hillary Rodham P. Stinky Fart Cabbage was nominated by uh, the worst de divisive, hateful president we've ever had, Barack. Hussein Putty Tat, uh, they nominated her to be Secretary of State, the former First Lady and opponent uh, for the nomination as a woman uh, for of tremendous stature. Anyway, he also picked a bunch of others at this time. But still, and, and by the way, I mentioned the guys uh, uh, when I was kind of joking around with it. The fact of the matter is, remember, it was John Podesta, her own chief of staff whose password was password, as we found out, uh, her own chief of staff, who uh, said, uh, revealed in uh, private conversations and stuff, and I guess text or tweets or something, and he said, uh, he said, hell, you know, you better get, if you're going to talk to her, you better do it before 3 in the afternoon, because she's always going to be drunk in the afternoon. And she, you know, God, she smells like urine and cabbage, and uh, just, there's something wrong with that. And, and, that, and that became public, and I said, oh, my God, he just gave me her nickname. Anyway, so God bless America. <laughs> uh, let's see, let's see. Oh, by the way, a couple things. Pete just uh, forwarded a story. I saw this earlier today about Juliana Margolis, or Margolis. I'm not sure how she, I guess it's Margolis is how she pronounces it, uh, uh, which is, uh, whoops, a daisy. Now I can't find it on my thing there. There we go. Uh, is she getting criticized or something? Is she is getting slammed for saying that all Palestine supporters have been brainwashed to hate Jews? And then uh, some of the black and LGBT people are lower than the Jews and need to do more to support Israel. All right, holy cow. All right, now, wait a minute here. All right, now, she, uh, by the way, uh, Julia, uh, she's the uh, played on uh, the Lost uh, show there, uh, uh, Hot Wife or what is it? No, no, uh, uh, The Good Wife. Uh, and uh, she also now 
is uh, she plays she's a Jewish actress plays a gay journalist in the morning show is married to Keith Lieberthal in real life and she said she's offended as a lesbian over the lack of support offered by the queer community uh, she says uh, uh, Palestine supporters are black and queer people who need to stop spewing anti-semitic hate she said the bizarre rants saw her state that uh, black and LGBT. Her uh, apparently the rants saw her state that black and LGBTQ people are lower than the Jews, and suggest non-binary people would be decapitated in Muslim countries. Yep. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> yeah, go there and try. Pete keeps saying, just go over there, and find it for a while. Uh, she hit bla- outed black people for not supporting Israel in the same way she claimed Jews did during the American Civil Rights Movement. She announced a lack of support for Israel in the wake of the Hamas attack. The Jews were the ones who walked side by side with the blacks to fight for their rights because they know. And now the black community is not embracing us and saying we stand with you the way you stood with us. Jews died for their cause, the black cause. The fact that the entire black community is not standing with us now to me says they don't know or they've been brainwashed to hate Jews. As someone who plays a lesbian journalist on the morning show, I'm more offended by it as a lesbian than as a Jew, to be honest. And I want to say to them, blank, you idiots, you don't exist. You're even lower than the Jews. You're black, you're gay, you're turning your back on people that support you. I mean, she really ripped them a good one. Good. And I think she's kind of, of course, now she's going to be outed or doxxed or whatever they call it, you know, blackballed or whatever. She'll apologize. Because of it. Uh, And by the way, a kind of related story, kind of snooping through the news today and found this. The Supreme Court of Russia has now effectively outlawed LGBTQ activism. Yeah, the, the lawsuit filed to the court earlier this month, just admitted that, that I said, uh, they identified signs and manifestations of an extremist nature by the LGBTQ plus movement operating in Russia, including incitement of social and religious discord. In its ruling, the court declared that that movement is extremist and the LGBTQ activism movement in Russia is now banned and against the law. <laughs> yeah, try that crap in, in other countries. I mean, it's just the hypocrisy of the whole thing. You know, yeah, well, again, you know, freedom of speech and the freedom of movement and uh, stuff like that. But, you know, to use it to the advantage for the uh, reasons that it's, it should be, well, uh, try it in your own home and see how they like it. I don't know. God. Uh, 457, 457. Oh, if you just joined us, a couple of stories, we'll do more, and they'll have more at 5 o'clock or 2. Sandra Day O'Connor passed away at the age of 93. Complications of dementia, which she had warned about uh, in uh, 2018, five years ago. She said she's starting to lose her uh, mental capabilities, at early stage Alzheimer's uh, dementia. By the way, is it? I, I guess I've asked this before, and I, and I, I think you tell me that what I think is, is right. Why do you die of Alzheimer's? Is it is it because your brain cells tell you to stop breathing? Yeah, it kind of destroys the brain, and the brain shuts things down. I believe. But you know, again, I I, I don't I don't I, I've actually never read what the cause is. But I, so I'm assuming that it's that your brain doesn't know how the firing of the wires and stuff just says, okay, well, stop uh, kidneys, uh, forget it, you don't need to work anymore or something. 
I, I, I don't understand why if you're if you're losing your if you're kind of wandering in a dreamland or something, what's that got to do with your body stopping? So you I, know what you've just done. What? What did I do? You've set it up where people are going to call in, <laughs> and for the last hour of a Friday show, they're going to talk about ways Alzheimer kills old people. <laughs> no, they're going to say, Kim, are you're showing an example of it right now. <laughs> Leave them laughing. That's right. I say. <laughs> well, well, luckily we're going to break it all up with sports and Peach tweets and if we got. We probably don't have time for Pete's tweets right here. No, no, we got a I can tell you, I can tell you a little doggy story. I tell us a doggy story, but we got a minute to go. We got forty seconds. All right, uh, no, we ain't got time. Okay, well that's fine. Don't worry. Now, uh, then coming up, we'll tell you the story about the about the oh, for two <laughs> about the fifteen year old Swedish girl whose brothers. Well, no, that's a bad story. But hang on a <laughs> Oh, I know. How about the woman who came back from the dead at the crematorium? No, we don't want to do that one. Well, we got it all covered coming up here with a Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder, including holy crap at sports, more Flounder's funnies, and Peach tweets for real. Uh, and the latest on the debate, and it's Golden Bachelor. How did he pick Teresa? My God, man. Anyway, 5 o'clock. Oh, go. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash john. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. It's 5.03 and it's only me. It's only the Kimmer with Pete Davis and Flounder at the controls on your Friday afternoon. Let it rip, anything goes. 404-741-1230 is our number. 741-1230 if you'd like to join us. Uh, a lot of things going on in the news. If you watched The Golden Bachelor last night, if you want to react about Sandra Day O'Connor passing or the debate, did you see any of the debate? I did not watch the debate last night. I watched a lot of it this morning of uh, highlights because I just didn't feel like well, I didn't want to watch it, frankly. Uh, and I was doing other stuff. And yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, and some reaction to that and some sound bites. We'll have that one of 
one of the one of the greatest debate moments of all time. Uh, we'll, we'll play for you here in a moment. Um, and uh, Pete Davis with Holy Crap at Sports. Did I hear that uh, Atlanta? Uh, somebody's a Palestinian pro-Palestinian anti-Jewish protester set himself on fire at the uh, Jewish consulate in Atlanta. Uh, and I, I didn't. I, I'm looking in my, uh, trying to find. I don't see it here. It's called a good start. Wow, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's, um, it's. I don't see it on the news anywhere. It hasn't made a headline that I see. But it must have just happened, and I don't know why they haven't. I don't, it's not on my phone for some reason. Also, just popping up. This is an amazing. I don't really get this at all. Uh, John Fetterman, uh, Senator Thing, from Pennsylvania demands that Senator Menendez should also be expelled from the Senate. Uh, this is the same guy who also, I mean, he's almost sounding like a moderate, uh, <laughs> which is freaking scary because I, I, I don't want to start n- not hating his guts for everything he stands for. <laughs> D- doesn't he call Menendez the senator from Egypt? Yeah, he does. He said, this is what he said. Now, again, of course, the theory is because they, they ousted uh, Santos, George Santos, kicked him out of the Congress, for, which is very, very rare. It's happened five times before. It hasn't happened in decades. Anyway, they kicked him out today. And so uh, Menendez this morning said, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, 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 Senator uh, the Thing said this morning that uh, Senator Menendez uh, needs to be expelled from the Senate, quipping that he's more of a senator from Egypt than New Jersey. Uh, he say he made the claim in the in expulsion of George Santos, uh, saying if Santos has to be kicked out, God, uh, it, it, but, but after being federally charged for participating in a bribery scheme, uh, then Menendez should go too. Uh, I mean, this is really, uh, uh, they said, well, gee, you might have just heard the Congress just expelled Sanders. He says, yeah, uh, you've been calling for to get rid of Mendes, I know, but, uh, I mean, this is unbelievable. Uh, and, again, if they're going to start kicking members out of Congress, I don't know why they they got to kick out Menendez. He, he's accused of doing worse things than Santos is accused of, and, and Santos has never been convicted. The last guy they kicked out was uh, convicted of extortion and racketeering and bribery and all kinds of stuff. And he'd been convicted. Well, duh, you know, slam dunk. But if you're just charged with stuff and you haven't even gone to trial yet, it's kind of... You know, on the other hand, he, he sounds like a sleazebag. Uh, Santos sounds like he was he just corrupt. He got carried away and started using the money for his personal thing. And I heard one story, I think it was on the guys coming in here. I, I did hear one complaint from somebody who said that he that they uh, they gave him his credit card number to, char- to charge 50 bucks or whatever, and that they realized later that the, the, the Santos campaign was charging him all the time and for a lot more than the minimum or whatever. Anyway, um, I don't know. I, I don't know about that, but, but clearly he's, he's been charged with all kinds of weird stuff. Uh, 404-741-1230 with the camera feet and flounder. And again, Sandra Day O'Connor passed away at the age of 93. She left the bench in 2006. I mentioned then in uh, 2018, she had early stage Alzheimer's, uh, was uh, nominated by Ronald Reagan in 1981. She grew up on a 200,000-acre ranch in rural Arizona, 25 miles from the nearest town. Her family did not have running water or electricity until she was seven. By then, it says she was roping and riding and repairing fences with the cowboys, knew how to shoot a gun and steer a pickup. She enrolled at Stanford University when she was 16, 
graduated magna cum laude in economics, went on to receive her law degree from Stanford in 1952. And again, this was just really amusing and amazing to me. She and uh, future Supreme Court Chief Justice William Rehnquist were in the same law school class. It was a class of 102 people. Uh, he was the editor-in-chief of the Stanford Law Review, and she f- served on that with him, and they started dating. He finished first in her class of 102, and she finished third. And uh, Rehnquist, they were dating in 1950. Rehnquist proposed marriage in 1951. She ultimately turned him down, broke it off when she moved to Washington. She said it was one of four marriage proposals she received while she was at Stanford. And she did finally marry a guy named John J. O'Connor and took his last name in 1952. When she got her law degree, nobody would hire her. One firm said, well, we'll try you out as a legal secretary. Uh, she became a deputy county attorney in California, which uh, basically demonstrated how much I enjoyed public service and went on from there and was nominated to the Supreme Court and uh, quite a gal. Anyway, I passed away at the age of 93. And George Santos... Uh, has not been convicted of anything, but uh, he used a bunch of money for luxury goods and treatments such as Botox. The vote was this morning 311 to 114 to get rid of him. More Republicans voted to keep him than oust him, but a lot of Republicans said he's got to go. Uh, Daryl Issa, California, says, you know, then if it's a presumption of innocence, you're taken away from him, then we got to get rid of Menendez. Again, how could they How could they not? Even, even uh, President, I mean, a Senator The Thing is saying get rid of his own Democrat senator colleague. Clearly. But again, you know, innocent until proven uh, a MAGA Republican, apparently. So anyway, this is uh, on on board with those who are saying this is a really bad mistake. And again, for the record, uh, Jussie Smollett uh, has now been found that he did, in fact, uh, 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 break the law. It was a freaking misdemeanor, unfortunately. He caused more damage with that phony story of being roughed up by MAGA guys at 3 o'clock in the morning at 20 below zero in Chicago. And uh, Vice President's uh, side piece, uh, shiftless and lazy Carmella, even said he, it's a modern-day lynching. Remember that? It caused more hatred and crime and problems, protests. Uh, probably had a lot to do with people voting the way they did for what he claimed was a hate crime and a horrible thing, even though we all know we've seen the video. We saw the video of the two guys he hired buying the freaking rope at the, at the, uh, at the uh, what do you call the store where you buy your tools and stuff. No, you call it not a pharmacy, not a king, not a prime minister. The, the hardware check. store. The, the, the hardware store, exactly. <laughs> well, names aren't coming out, all of it. It's just a thing. If it's a name or a label or a title, it's just stick it in there. It goes right, it goes right to the front of the table. Anyway, by the way, and he's a scum, you know, and he still says he's innocent. And what, a, what a pile of puke. He's just a scummy little punk, just slimy little smear on life. God. Oh, by the way, this was hysterical. This morning in my driveway, I had to go out because I had to get some stuff for the house, stuff like that. Uh, and so I come back, and there's a thing, and there's a, a little bundle in my driveway, like a little plastic bag. And in the bag was this I'm holding in my hand, and I, I opened it up, <laughs> and there was a rock in it. And, and, and there was a, there was a rock. It's right there. I'm showing. I'm holding it right I now. I got a, it's a rock. rock in it. Uh, <laughs> and it, it was a it was a folded up flyer, so the rock would have it land in your drive. They're throwing it out their window as they pass through your neighborhood. And I live in a townhouse cul-de-sac, so I guess all the neighbors got one. Uh, and it's a rep. It's it's for sushi sumo. 
Uh, we cater party celebrations, business meetings, and it's uh, a sushi place on Old Alabama and Alpharetta. And they have hot appetizers, sushi on a roll, night sushi. I, I mean, all sushi. It does, uh, they have fried rice, but again, it's a sushi place, not a Chinese restaurant place. Uh, and then there's, what's this? There's another, was this like a free, oh, oh it's tickets, I guess. Oh, is this a, oh a fr- I get a free, oh, wait, hold on a minute. I got to look at this now. Not, I'm never going there. Uh, but maybe I'll give it to somebody. Uh, free crab rangoon or California Ooh. roll with a purchase of $50 or $59 or more only for dinner, takeout only, not valid with any other offers, or free egg roll or spring roll with a purchase of $39 or more. Uh, and the other one is... Uh, Crab rangoon, S- good stuff. Sushi, sushi. I, I like crab rangoon. Yeah, yeah. I do. I, there, there's a lot. There's a lot. I miss my man down in Florida, right near where I lived, a mile from where, half mile from where I lived. I would get it going on the way home every day. They had the greatest combination: fried rice and, uh, and egg rolls. Not the not the vegetable ones, but the ones that had kind of meat in them and stuff. Oh man, pork and, rolls. Uh, yeah, pork rolls and uh, uh, Captain Sow's uh, chicken that wasn't too spicy and was all fresh and. Oh, man, I miss Suddenly it. Suddenly that heart attack uh, seems like a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> 5.13. We have Big Time Charlie coming up next with the Kimmer Fade Flounder. Look out. Here we go. All right, look out. 5.19. Uh, Ed's coming up in a second. Uh, join us here on the Old Kimmer Program with uh, Pete and Flounder. Also, I have two sports birthdays, and one of them means I get to tell one of my famous every year on this date sports story about them. But first, holy crap at sports with Pete Davis. Jim Callis of MLB.com had breaking news earlier today about a former Brave Scout and executive tweeting, very sad to learn that legendary scout Paul Snyder died last night. One of the very best scouts, one of the architects of the Braves' sustained success. Learned a lot from talking to him as I was starting this business. Rest in peace, Paul. Paul Snyder was 88 years old, spent his entire 50-year pro baseball career in the Braves organization. He was a team scouting director. He helped bring stars like Tom Glavin, Steve Avery, David Justice, and Chipper Jones. He also assisted uh, GM John Scherholz. He retired from the Braves back in 2007. Born in Dallastown, Pennsylvania in 1935. He signed with the Bravos as an outfielder and first baseman back in 1958. Peaked out at uh, AAA, never made it to the majors, yeah. but then became a manager in the minor league system. He was a big part of the Braves for a long, long, long time. You know, time. That's, that's got to be, I suppose, I suppose it's hard, very hard on family life, but that's got to be one of the most rewarding and interesting and uh, exciting jobs to have in any kind of sports capacity. Can you imagine, you know, going to high school? Oh, it's got to be a very hard life, always on the road. Uh, I mean, it's got to be brutal. But but think about, I mean, think about, you know, with your stopwatch and all your other buddies in the stands uh, getting times and running to first base. uh, That Clint Eastwood uh, movie summed up a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, Trouble with a curve. Yeah, uh, and uh, I just man, what a that must have been really for those guys. And, and they were, I mean, they were baseball guys. They were de- they were dedicated. You have to you have to really love it to do that. And they made they made all the difference. They, like you, know, you guys, like Glavin and Smoltz and those guys. I mean, you know, they were high school kids somewhere sometime. 
ESPN's uh, Jeff Passan is reporting. The Red Sox, Mets, and Rangers are no longer going after Shohei Otani, saying that the Angels, Dodgers, Cubs, and Blue Jays are still after him. Did not mention the Braves. Meanwhile, a San Francisco Hmm. sandwich shop is offering Shohei a lifetime supply of sandwiches. (laughs) Ike's Ike's Love and Sandwiches says they'll even give him his own signature sandwich. Well, that should make the difference. (laughs) Yeah. Don't get your hopes up, Giants fans. He made the same offer to Aaron Judge. Oh, well, there you are. The Falcons face the Jets at the Meadowlands this Sunday. Tim Boyle, whoever that is, will be New York's quarterback. Aaron Rodgers continues to rehab that uh, rubber band in his leg. The Jets haven't won since late October. And most so-called experts are picking Atlanta to win, including ESPN, NFL.com, CBS Sports, and Sporting News. But Mm. once again, Mm -hmm. Sports Illustrated not having a good week, fresh off the artificial intelligence scandal, then choosing Deion Sanders as their sports person (laughs) of the year. Now two of their three supposed NFL experts have chosen the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets to beat the Falcons. Oh, boy. Oh, wait. And it gets worse. Remember a couple weeks ago when sports anchor Teresa Thompson admitted to making stuff up when she was a sideline reporter? Then backtracked and said, I was only joking. Well, here comes the fluff pieces put out by the PR people to rehabilitate poor Teresa. And the Spun.com, which is an offshoot of SI, has a wet kiss story. Got down on their knees about how Teresa once left her boy. It's under their top stories. I'm not kidding. It's their fifth biggest story. (laughs) Teresa Thompson once left her boyfriend in a crowded Times Square because he walked too slow to keep up with her. (gasps) Oh, my God. Wow. There's even video of her bragging to her family about leaving him behind. Who gives a crap? Well, not only that. Were you supposed to admire that? I mean, they're trying to make it. That makes her look. Looks. She's like a ball buster. Who wants to see that? I mean, uh, you got to wonder how much these hacks are getting paid to write the fluff pieces about these minor celebrities. It's beneath Sports Illustrated, but maybe not. Maybe it was an AI that wrote the story, so they didn't have to pay somebody. Yeah, and that was again another scandal where they got caught with their company they hired to do their stuff was faking news because of an AI thing. They plant. It's a PR people. They plant these stories to try and rehabilitate somebody like her. Uh, The Cowboys held off the sea. Seahawks in Dallas last night, 41-35, in what could have been a really exciting game. But the referees <laughs> decided to turn it into their own private gun show. Oh. And have you noticed they all have the you know the yes. short sleeve shirts showing off their yeah. arms and yeah. everything? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they threw 22 flags last night, but it was so annoying, even Al Michaels joked about handing them the mic and letting them call the rest of the game. <laughs> At one point, Seattle had to score three touchdowns in a row before the officials would allow one of them to count. And if I was a Seahawks fan, I'd be thinking the NFL was rigging it so the Cowboys would get to the Super Bowl. Was the it, league is going to. Uh, was it, well, I'm sorry. Was it pass interference type stuff, or was oh, it was everything? Uh, Every other play. False I'm starts. Not and, I mean everything. Really? Everything. They even overturned a touchdown in the end zone that everybody said was a catch. Uh, the league is going to have a hard time selling the game overseas, especially the soccer fans, yeah. if they continue to stop the action so we can look at a bunch of 50-year-old guys in striped shirts stand around and look into a TV replay screen. Yeah. It is not good for and, anybody. And this business, of, yeah. a, a catch is a catch, my God. If you catch a ball and you land on the ground and you're down and then the ball pops out, it's a catch. Yeah, You know what? So you have to make one of official athletic move after. What, the, what, what are they talking about? I thought the, I, ground, I thought the ground couldn't cause a fumble. 
the law, then they brought in the NFL lawyers on the field. Is what they're doing. And the players are just as bad. Every time they look around when they screw up, they do the flag, throw yeah. the flag thing. Like, oh, you know, someone bail me out here. Yeah, yeah. You let the refs do their job and you do yours. Yeah. I'm just tired of the flags. Yeah. It's killing the sport, right. in my opinion. Yeah. I turned it off. I couldn't take it anymore. Wow. Uh, Buffalo player Von Miller. Uh-oh. I think Flounder knows what to do here. That's right. Vaughn has turned himself into the Dallas police after his girlfriend called 911 yesterday or Wednesday, said he had assaulted her. But once realizing the gravy train was leaving the station, <laughs> she has since recanted, oh, saying I mean, no one was assaulted oh. and this has been overblown and, frankly, it's outrageous. Oh. You know, mm. I do have an issue with this, whether, you know, who to believe and whether she, you know, I don't know. If he roughed her up, you know, he's a wife beater. On the other hand, if she was slapping him and he pushed her away to get rid of her, then, you know, she got what she deserved. I, you know what? It's so these. And by the way, ask a cop, you know, a little thing like a domestic dispute where the husband and wife are fighting is one of the most dangerous things they'll ever do. Because someone's going to go psycho on them. It happens all the time. And domestic disputes are very, very dangerous to police officers. Anyway, I don't know. I don't oh. know what to think about. You know what? I, oh. Ah, who cares? Yeah. Rumors that the Bears want to hire Jim Harbaugh away from Michigan have been around for a while. But now you can add the Panthers to the mix. Oh, God. I just cannot see Harbaugh in Carolina. No, no But no. then again, who could have seen Travis Kelsey in a State Farm commercial. Oh, <laughs> good point. Save that one. Uh, Nihon University in Tokyo is a football powerhouse, and yeah. yeah, you heard me right. They play American football in Japan. Really? Who knew? I didn't know. But Nihon has seventy thousand students. Is discontinuing its entire football program, a program that has won. 21 titles between 1955 and 2017. Wow. Why? Because the players will not stop smoking the marijuana. Oh, my God. Which begs the question, how do you get weed in Japan? Is Paul McCartney turning there again? <laughs> I, mean, I didn't know weed. I do, do they have... I, I don't. I didn't. Even, I haven't thought about. I didn't this. think they allowed that in there. I'm sorry, but anyway. I'll be uh, can I interest you in the Conference USA Championship tonight, New Mexico State against Liberty? Uh, probably a Friday night. No, I'm probably not footballing it. Well, yeah, then how about the last Pac-12 title game ever? Oh, well, 116 years of college down the drain. There you go. Oregon against Washington. This one is college football playoff implications. So that might be one. Worth watching. All right, sir. And tomorrow at 4 p.m. in the bins, the SEC title game, UGA against Bama. Georgia should win. But here's some ammo for Crimson Tide fans from Peter Burns of ESPN. Nick Saban is 10-1 and in SEC championship games. Mm-hmm. He's won 15 consecutive games in Atlanta. Saban is also undefeated in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. He's 7-0. and just saying. Well, I mean, how, how, what would Just they have saying. to do? They'd have to shut down our tight end and hope our quarterback uh, doesn't hit those laser passes like he's been doing all season. All George has to do is, is keep uh, Milrow in the uh, pocket, and they'll, they'll win it easily. Yeah. Here's what it'll cost you to get into a ticket for the title games. 42 bucks gets you into the Pac-12 championship tonight. $58 for the Big Ten game. 71 simoleons to see the Big 12 matchup. 88 shekels to watch the ACC title game in person. But if you want to get into the SEC championship game, how much do you think it's going to cost you? Well, it sounds like it's more than 100 bucks. Higher. 112. Higher. 117. Higher. 184. Higher. $300. Higher. Oh, my God, man. 
544 uh, oh, Now that can't be right. Are those for bleeds That's, or are those for actually good uh, tickets? It's to get in, so I don't know. Holy, it's probably bleeds. How can you charge $500 to go watch the SEC football game? It's the South. I don't know. Oh, my God. Yeah, That's, baby. Uh, the Hawks won last night, which is good. Uh, uh, it was a defensive uh, standoff, 137 to 135. Oh, there. my God. <laughs> Don't they even try? Is it just launching three-pointer? They get the ball, go to half court and launch it. I, get, I mean, it's unbelievable. No, no, no. No, it's you, a don't new try rule. to block a shot anymore? It's a new rule. The defense cannot pass half court when the other team gets the ball. I guess. Jeez. So that's what they have to stop before they get to half court or it's over. Oh. And in 1971 on this date, the Cubs announced Ernie Banks ends his 19-year career as a player. He'll become a coach. The Hall of Famer known as Mr. Cub, the team's first black player. He won back-to-back NL MVP awards in 58 and 59. Yeah. In 1999, Banks was named to the All-Century team. And you, sir, put him up to a practical joke, which I had to hear about for months. Well, what do you mean by that? He was on your show. And during the break, I, you go, come on in here, come in here and meet <laughs> Ernie Banks. So I walked in there, and Mr. Banks turned around and looked at me, uh, son? Yes, sir, Mr. Banks? I understand you're living with a woman. <laughs> and I said, yes, sir? And you're over there snorkeling like you are now. And uh, I looked at you, and I looked back at him. He goes, why haven't you made an honest woman out of that young lady? <laughs> you son of a <laughs> You set me up. And I'm like, uh, 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 uh. I remember. So I home, and I hear about it for months. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Leah, let's play, too. <laughs> yeah, Ernie. There's oh, sports. mercy. Uh, now, a couple of sports birthdays, Pete Davis, if you don't mind. Deshaun Jackson, Baltimore Ravens, wide receiver, 37. And I get to tell my story every year on this day because Lee Trevino is 84 years old. He has a birthday. Lee Trevino played himself in the movie Happy Gilmore. He kept uh, popping up to shake his head disapprovingly at Adam Sandler. Lee Trevino, 84 years old, and he tells a famous story of how he used to mow his lawn in San Antonio or whatever when he was a pro golfer. And he did he had his shirt off and wear a pair of, uh, you know, gym shorts. He's mowing his lawn. Uh, it is a state in this uh, gated community in San Antonio or wherever it was. And uh, one day he was out mowing the lawn. The lady pulls up in a limousine and burls down the back window and says, Oh, boy, uh, uh, sir. And, and he goes, over the window, she says, um, how, much, uh, how much does the lady of the house charge to, to mow the lawn? And he says, well, if I do a really good job, she lets me sleep with her. <laughs> and the lady zoomp up and zoink, off she goes. <laughs> anyway, Lee Trevino, and, and I followed him around at the New Orleans Country Club golf course Stalker. one time for a, for a tournament, and he had the most uh, wonderful slide fade, power fade swing when he changed his stance at the last second, taking it back. He'd whip that left foot back even farther, and he had that high, f- beautiful fade. I was so impressive, and that was my golf stroke after that for the last probably forty, almost oh, 50, last 50 years since the early 70s. All right, Why five. did I see that the uh, last month? Well, <laughs> I guess you weren't looking. <laughs> 532, very funny with a Kipper Pete and Flounder. <laughs> Who's there? Well, it's The Who on this day, 1964. The Who played the first of 22 consecutive Tuesday night gigs at the Marquee Club in London. 
The band was paid 50 pounds, what's that, 60 or 70 bucks for each gig. The Marquee Club saw the rise of some of the most important British artists in the 60s. Jimi Hendrix, David Bowie, Cream, Manfred Mann, Yes, Pink Floyd, Jethro Tull, King Crimson, many others appeared at the club. And The Who played there for 22 consecutive Tuesdays in 1964 for 50 pounds. Well, they've got to do something. Alice, uh, birthdays include Eric Bloom is 79. He's Blue Oyster Cult's lead singer. Their big hit was Don't Fear the Reaper. I got to have more cowbell. Does that make any sense? It's supposed to hear, and I don't know what that means. Uh, and also, on, oh, I got to get Mr. Phone here. Hold on a second, because I had to, did the typewriter, because I was a stupid golden bachelor, and I didn't even type what I had to do last night. But, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, on this day in 2006, the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Los Angeles agrees to pay $60 million to settle lawsuits against claims of sexual abuse by priests. L.A. in uh, 2006. The settlement is for 45 cases, 60 million bucks for 45 cases, um, although there are still 500 more cases outstanding as of 2006. Holy uh, smokeroonies. Anyway, it's only me and the Kimmer. The Kim, it's only the Kimmer and Pete and Davis and Hull and uh, Flounder. Oh, my God. Here, we got it all together here today. 547, 537. <laughs> <laughs> My computer screen just went black and came back again. I don't know why. I didn't touch it. I swear to God, there's a gremlin in here. Anyway, 404-741-1230. if you'd like to join us. Uh, let's see. I'll do a little thing. We've got uh, Peach Tweets coming up. we got a little Flounders Funny coming up. Uh, we'll do a, a quick reminder on the debate. I don't know whether you saw the debate. I did not watch it, but I watched, I made a point of watching. Well, I'm up at 5 in the morning, so I'm up, I was watching as much of the replay of it, of, of sound bites and so forth as I could. Clearly... Gavin Newsom is a complete loser. He thought, I guarantee you, he is, people were telling him since he was a teenager, boy, you've got the look. He looks like he thinks he should be president. He's, he's that John Kerry and the, uh, uh, Gary, what, what's the name, Gary, what's the name, got caught Hart. with uh, Gary, Gary Hart. Gary Hart. He's, they all have that same kind of that smarmy, that hair look with a you roll up your sleeves, you know, kind of thing. Uh, uh, I mean, it's just, it's, they're all alike. And he's so stupid, he knew he was setting himself up for, to be ridiculed, and he couldn't get out of it. And he never answered a question when, when uh, DeSantis showed him facts, whether it was a COVID virus stuff and the shutdown stuff or whatever it was, uh, Newsom had no answer for it. He just kind of said, well, you're, you're, you're the one who should be fighting Donald Trump. Uh, uh, Biden. And he said Biden's, uh, you know, 100 percent there. He's a he's a great president. He and Vice President Carmela side piece, the shiftless lazy vice president of our great team. And Biden's all there 100 percent, man, 100 percent all with it. And <laughs> just my God, what's he trying to pull? But the biggest, obviously, one of the greatest highlights of any television or any other debate, for that matter, of, of all time is what happened with DeSantis when. Uh, flounder, if you will, when he pulled out the famous map of California. This is a map of San Francisco. There's a lot of plots on that. You may be asking, what is that plotting? Well, this is an app where they plot the human feces that are found on the streets of San Francisco. And you see how almost the whole thing is covered because that is what has happened in one of the previous greatest cities this country's ever had. Human feces is now a, a fact of life, except when a communist dictator comes to town, then they cleaned up the streets. They lined the streets with Chinese flags. They didn't put American flags there. They cleaned everything up. So they're willing to do it for a communist dictator, but they're not willing to do it for their own people. 
<laughs> I mean, what, what are you supposed to say to that? I mean, he, he has no answers to anything. And, and by the way, I lived in San Francisco for two years in the 80s when I left Atlanta before I came back. And uh, uh, geographically, it is one. Uh, Pete will tell you this. But he lived in California for a while. And I was there when I was in the Marines in Pendleton, too, for a while and traveled up and down. It's one of the most beautiful uh, uh, places in, in the world. The geography of that state has some of the most astounding and magnificent visual effects anywhere in the world. The sequoias and the redwoods and the, the, the Mount Tamalpais and the beaches and the ocean drive. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Drive up the coastline, coastline Highway 1. Uh, for, it's, just, it's just remarkable. Uh, I mean, you know, the seals playing. I mean, it's just it's got everything. And it's ruined. And again, the point is, oh, in fact, hold on a second. I want to read you some of the reactions on I got on my phone off of uh, off of a Twitter. I know if I came right here. Okay, for example, uh, James Woods. It's a blessing for DeSantis that California doesn't enforce criminal laws anymore because he murdered Newsom tonight. <laughs> DeSantis just ended Newsom's political ambitions with that one. Uh, Newsom bragged that California has the world's fifth largest economy. Great. Will Kane says, but that's like California has the mountains in the Pacific Ocean. That was given to Newsom. He's like a child born on third base and thinks he hit a triple. The question is, what did you do with all that inheritance? And the answer is, drive people and companies out of California. He's retreated the state to first base. And this one is uh, very powerful. You may remember the name Andrew Pollock. He wrote this. My daughter died in the Parkland mass shooting. Ron DeSantis was not even governor when it happened, but I'm sure as hell glad he became governor shortly after. Governor DeSantis fired the incompetent people responsible. He did not demonize lawful gun owners. Newsom is trash. And Kaylee McEnany wrote in, in an absolutely jaw-dropping moment, Gavin Newsom declines to say there should be any restrictions on abortion in the 7th, 8th, or ninth month of pregnancy. She said these are babies able to survive outside the womb. We're talking full-term children that can feel pain. No restrictions. Unbelievable. Uh, Dave Rubin posted, I've never seen anything like this. Newsom literally can't say one sentence. It's true. He's laying out facts and reality uh, calmly, but disconnect from reality is the left is exactly what they're doing is uh, being exposed. Is there anyone who thinks he, he's doing a good job here? I think he just ended his uh, POTUS ambitions. Uh, let's see. Uh, DeSantis is kicking Newsom's butt. Radio host Mark Levin uh, posted. Uh, and and our buddy Clay Travis on before us. He said, DeSantis went up against a Democrat party star, whipped him. It's just that simple. He said, I was 100% wrong. I thought Gavin Newsom would be likable and intelligent. I was incorrect. This is a massacre. If this were a boxing match, Newsom's corner would have thrown in the towel. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Mike, uh, David Limbaugh, Russia's brother, called Newsom a shameless demagogue and said DeSantis laid out the Democrat on the topic of California freedoms. You know, let's, let's remember, because he's doing commercials. Newsom of California is doing commercials on all the freedoms in California, the same state that had the guy arrested for being in the Pacific Ocean on his little ski raft there without a mask on. My God. <laughs> and by the way, I can't help this. Every time I see Governor Newsom, I think about his wife who gave it up to Miss, a little Miss Sodomy to a Harvey Rapestein. I mean, my God, I'd like to kiss her goodnight every night, huh? I'd like to have her for a first lady, a, a couch slut for Harvey Rapestein to help her acting career. 
Oh, sure, I'll do that, Harvey. Oh, my God. Well, it fits right in with our current vice president, America's favorite side piece. Oh, my God. I mean, this is unbelievable. <laughs> anyway, 543 with the uh, Kimber, Pete, and Flounder here on your Letter Rip Friday. Oh, oh, Bob, what did I do? What did I forget? Oh, oh there we are. I was wondering what I left out there for a second. We got, we got Pete's and we tweets and we got tweets and we got Pete's and, and we uh, called it Pete's tweets. Billions of people around the world are about to celebrate the birthday of a Jewish man born in Bethlehem 2,000-plus years ago. Ah, yes, yes. But those same people think that Jews have only lived there since 1948. <laughs> okay. Visualize this. Oh, yes. Mariah Carey is opening up her Christmas present. Oh, uh, inside, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Inside, she finds a deed to an undeveloped plot of land that is zoned residential. Mm-hmm. Disappointed, Mariah sets the deed down and looks up and says, I don't want a lot for Christmas. I don't want a lot, ladies and gentlemen. A lot. <laughs> you know, by the way, that should be one word. What a bunch of crap this is. If you ever write the word a lot, A-L-O-T, <laughs> on your stinking phone, it'll auto-correct it to a a space, L-O-T. Well, it ought to be one word, but in fact, a lot is not one word. It's two words. Uh, and, and it doesn't make any okay. sense, and I don't know why. And I don't know why they have that, that extra R in library either, right? At the front, just take it. What okay. sense does it make? It's not like a Latin thing for a brer. The brer okay. with a lie is where you put books. Yes, sir. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Of the Walmart. Yes. Oh! Sorry. I don't know what that the Walmart self checkout employee Christmas party is Saturday, December 9th. It's oh. going to be behind every Dollar General. So just meet oh, behind the self checkout, ladies and gentlemen. Self checkout. <laughs> and guess which famous and beloved old restaurant is making a comeback? Famous and beloved old restaurant that's no longer with us, but will be. Uh... Well, I can't think of who we no longer have any. Oh, uh, uh, like of, Bob's Big Boy, maybe, or something like that? No. One of my favorites, Steak and Ale. Oh, they're, are they gone? I, I oh, yeah, they've been so gone long. for a while. I used to go uh, the one f- on uh, by the near the governor's mansion. Not near, quite near the governor's mansion, but down near what, East Paces Ferry or West Paces Ferry. One of those. Yeah. yeah. We went to South Cab Mall in North Lake for years and years and years. And if you really wanted to impress, you went to Victoria Station. But Steak and Ale was the family place to go. And it was the first time I ever felt like an adult when I took my girlfriend there. And then we acted like, oh, my God, we're grown up because it's a grown up restaurant. Oh, you know, cool. they had they served wine and beer and stuff like that. And now you're going and bringing girls there like you were brought as a kid by your parents. Yeah. It was just didn't they have great right fries? Now, I remember they had mm, good thin fries the or steaks not. Steaks were good. I love their steaks and everything. Right now, remember. the steak and ale is only in Minnesota. They're planning more from North Dakota to Oklahoma right now. Well, I'll be I wonder why the comeback. More people are going out to eat steaks and stuff now, I wonder. I don't know. I'll be darned. Well, good. Well, people, they they have a website with 50,000 people on it, so people like it. That's a good sign. Outstanding. Uh, Pete Davidson, uh, Kimmer Flounder, and uh, uh, the Flounder's Funnies coming up, and we'll kind of have a little fun till we uh, say adios for the weekend. Uh, 547. Look out. Here we go.
With international conflicts running hot and Israel at war, you can trust Extra 106.3 to bring you the latest breaking news throughout the day and the conservative voices you trust for all the latest. Hamas is a terrorist organization, and anybody who supports the terrorist attack on Israel should be released from this country and sent away. Israel at war with live updates all day. If 9-11 happened to us again today, I wonder what the hell the reaction would be. From Atlanta's only conservative news and talk station, Extra 106.3 and the Extra app. Some choices are complicated. Like, do I get peanuts or popcorn? Thankfully, others are much simpler, like rooting for the Braves. And choosing Truest One checking. No overdraft fees. Lots of perks you can cheer for. And when your account balances grow, you get upgraded automatically. Oh, and with more than 130 Atlanta branches, you can add convenience to the list of perks, too. Truest One checking. One simple choice. Brands count as of May 31st, 2023. Atlanta Metro Area, Truist Bank member FDIC. Hey, it's Lowe's here with my real estate expert, Rhonda Duffy of Duffy Realty of Atlanta. Rhonda, how has Duffy made the buying and selling process this efficient without overcharging your clients? When you list your home with Duffy Realty, you're paying an unheard of listing commission of 0.0088 of the sales price versus the ridiculous 6% listing commission. If there's no buyer's agent, there's no buyer's agent's commission, so you keep more money in your pocket. We do the same marketing with more rights and proven results. You can sell at an even higher price. Sell, rent, or lease purchase at the same time. The option is your choice. You can have transparent communication between all parties. That equals control of your transaction. And we have skilled negotiation with over 42,000 successfully closed homes. If you want an option to make more money and ask a high price, Duffy Realty. If you're buying or selling a home, do it on your terms and save the most money with Duffy Realty. DuffyRealtyATL.com Braves fans, have you been to Threads at the Battery Atlanta? This new Braves retail location features bold, fashion-forward Braves merchandise with bright colors and trendy styles. This is your place for a new, elevated Braves look with styles for men, women, and kids. Parking is available at the Red Deck in the Battery Atlanta with easy access to the store. Start your holiday shopping now at Threads. Follow at Braves Threads on Instagram for updates and store hours. Between global jihad, China, Russia, and our southern border, we are in for a long and protracted battle. You need to prepare for the worst. Protect your home, protect your family, and protect your investments. It's time to reach out to the Oxford Gold Group. They make it simple for whether you are buying more gold, diversifying your 401k, or buying gold for the first time. Call 833-995-GOLD or visit jessekellygold.com. That's jessekellygold.com. The Kimmer Show is live until 6 p.m. And Extra 106.3 has the rest of your night covered with Jesse Kelly up next. Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon at 9 p.m. And the Guy Benson Show at midnight. All live on Extra 106.3 and the Extra app. Fifty-seven, Buddy Holly and the critics of the critics. God. Oh, by the way, I, I know I, I wrote a note about that. I said something so stupid the other night. I wrote a note on it. Here, let me see if I can find it. Oh, here. Uh, wait, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. 
Yeah, here it is. Uh, at one of our promos, Flounder. Uh, well, for, let me finish this. I'm stupid. Uh, Buddy Holly this day with the crickets on the Ed Sullivan Show performing That'll Be the Day on this day in 1957. He also sang Peggy Sue. Uh, and on the flip side of that was uh, the, the, uh, the, the song All Day. And I remember the disc jockey, first time I heard he said, well, let's take Peggy, flip uh, Peggy Sue over and play All Day or something. And that was kind of silly. Anyway, uh, on the show with Ed Sullivan with Buddy Holly also was Sam Cooke. And he sang You Send Me, which is a pretty good uh, you know, thing. Now, uh, oh, I, I, I remember to say the word here that I was going to do a second. First of all, I, I got to do my birthdays. So I got to do this in order. I won't get it out. Uh, uh, Gilbert O'Sullivan sang uh, Alone Again Naturally. Remember that song, 77 <laughs> of Gilbert O'Sullivan? Uh, Janelle Monet, the R&B girl, is 38 today. Um, and on this day in 1989, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation was released on the finger. Now, the other day, uh, in fact, Flounder, on one of your uh, promos that you did for uh, a little snippet from our uh, program, uh, is uh, when I was talking about, uh, what the hell was it? I was talking about somebody getting an, an operation, and instead, and I, I was saying something of getting the uh, visual imaging of the, uh, or a visual resonance, I said, Renaissance. <laughs> for, for a guy getting an operation. <laughs> anyway, so if you listen to that promo, that one particular promo, uh, it, it was a virtual imaging or something, and I said, uh, uh, instead of resonance, I said res- renaissance, like an idiot. Speaking of the worst. <laughs> I'm just, honestly, I don't know what it is. I don't think I'm having a stroke. I mean, I think, you know, I mean, I, I, I think it's it's just, a, it's funny. It's a word thing. It's just, uh, I don't know. I, I, my brain's trying to keep up too fast or something, and my mouth can't come can't keep going i don't know i can't understand it that's what she said that's what she said thank you uh <laughs> a couple oh a couple things my phone i mean they want me to do another update i, I got another thing to uh, you know uh, phone update i'm not going to do it every time they do it and now i just try i'm trying to figure out how all of a sudden my phone now when i try to look at something it, it goes black on the background instead of light in the background it's like, you know, at sunset or say, like at 5 o'clock, all of a sudden it goes dark on me. And I, and I don't like reading the dark things with the white letters. I like them the regular way. So I'm now trying to go through the settings, see what the hell's going on. In Mine it. does that, too, with and it's at random. Like I might get one or two emails that are in black versus just the red. Yeah, and I'm so. thinking, what the hell? I don't, that's not what I signed mm-hmm. up for. Again, that might be one of the things that the update fixes. Wow. Um, anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, 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 also, um, well, I guess that's enough on that. What else was I was going to talk about? I think, what the hell was I doing? Oh, yeah, anyway, that's no, that's no problem. Okay, um, now the bachelor thing. Uh, we're wrapping up the bachelor thing. Uh, oh, that, that, who's that host guy again? Uh, Pete, the former quarterback guy or somebody? Which is Josh? Jesse Palmer. Jesse Palmer. Um, I don't like. I, I, you know, I don't think he's very good at what he does. He seems like a nice man. I don't. Th- I don't like his beard. I think he should either grow it or cut it or do something. It's, he's got that in between thing, and it just looks stupid. Uh, now he kept saying at the very beginning. I, if I wrote this down at the very beginning of the show, uh, they have the whole crowd there. They have all the other girls who did not get picked on the uh, Golden Bachelor sitting in the audience. And they had, and in, fa- in fact, through the show, they sh- uh, took close-ups of them. A lot of them were crying, and you know, it's really a very romantic. <laughs> Emotional and stuff like this. Very entertaining. Uh, and a couple of times, one of the the little blonde girl that I liked, the one who faked her knee injury when she and he held her in his arms at the uh, pickleball court or whatever, uh, she was going, "Oh God, let me like that, like she's no, oh, please." That was pretty funny. Anyway, the announcer kept saying, "The ending 
I promise you the ending will shock you. You've never seen an ending like this one, so stay tuned for the golden. And then again, at the very end of the game, he said, I, I, I wrote down the quotes if I can find it here in time because I'm running with the thing there. Uh, once again, he said, uh, uh, well, anyway, he says, uh, uh, you've never seen an ending say? like this before. And you know what the ending was? The ending was uh, at the very end. Uh, they they together. They bring out the badger. The guy he, the, the, uh, Gary, and the girl he picked, Teresa, was just I hate her. I just freaking hate her. And they bring her out, and then she's all giggly and acting like a little schoolgirl. And I wanted to throw up. And I'm thinking, my my God, you think I could go through the motions of trying to, you know, the little giggly thing with the little giggly thing? So it just made me sick. It made me freaking sick. What a bunch of phonies and freak. Anyway, uh, so the end. Uh, so this host guy with his stupid beard uh, says, "Well, uh, we know that." Uh, when you uh, went to Italy, we had your thing in Italy. We know you always wanted to, or no, I guess, no, it was part of their part of their background was that they, if they ever wanted to have a hobby or do something, or, or would they ever, they both wanted to learn the language Italian sometime. So he says, as a special treat, you wanted to learn Italian? We're going to send you to Italy. But wait, that's not all. Here's the big surprise ending. You're going to get married and it'll be your honeymoon. Oh, and she says, oh, we are getting married. Well, hell, he asked her to marry him. So what's the big freaking surprise? They're going to get married sooner than they might have planned it or something? I mean, what's the big freaking well, deal? He knocked her up, so I got it. I doubt it. <laughs> Plus, the way he was doing it, apparently, uh, she said when they asked her how come, you know, he changed his mind, apparently, after he spent the night with her, before he spent the night with Leslie. Uh, apparently, she said, well, I knocked his boots off. Yeah, I guarantee he did things to her he's probably never even heard of. Uh, and and poor Leslie, oh, my God, she says, oh, Gary, you lied to me. Everything you told me the other night was a complete, utter lie. Things have changed, evolved. I had known this, how much pain. He said, I'm so sorry. I kept apologizing. You're crying, all going pieces. Oh, God. And he says, you know, you don't think that way. You don't think your life's over. He says, oh, she said, I can think whatever the blank I want using the F-bomb. And the audience went nuts over that one. So I'm heartbroken once again. I have to do it in front of all these people. It's mind-boggling. At least I don't have to walk down of that $60,000 dress and those diamond earrings to get on that platform and be completely embarrassed. Fatty, thank you for that. And you're all crying. Oh, my God. I'm, t- I'm telling you, it was unfreaking believable. And so the old little giggly girl, now they're going to go get married and then go to Italy. Well, that's so, that's so wonderful. Anyway, get down on your knee. I got down on my knee. Uh... <laughs> and what did she say again, Pete, when I got down on my knee at the cliffs of Acapulco and asked her to marry me? I, I, I can't remember the end of the story. But I, what, what, what did she say again? No, yeah. nada, <laughs> never, nunca, not on your life. It will not happen. Dream on. <laughs> it's my forced her later. It was like two days later, Seriously. I took her back to the same place. She was like. She was like the guy from The Untouchable. You know? <laughs> Rico. <laughs> 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 Little never, John. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. Anyway, I mean, what? I'm just, it was just horrible. It was just horrible. Uh, and they were worried. He got down on one knee, and then, and then he says, I, uh, he faked her out. And if you saw the very end, he said, well, I realize, I realize that you're not the woman that I want to uh, be with. And then she's ready to go nuts. And he says, you're the woman I can't live without. <clears throat> oh, oh, what a special. Oh, oh, oh. Get down on one knee. I got down on one knee. <clears throat> Get the well, final rose, happening. all right. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, 
anyway, I don't know. Boys, uh, plans for the weekend? It might be kind of rainy and, uh, and cold and nasty for a little Perfect bit. Perfect football weather. There's yeah. going to be six championship games tomorrow. Two tonight and yeah. six tomorrow. And George, I think, what, four in the afternoon? Three or four in the afternoon? Something like that. Four o'clock. Four o'clock. Outstanding. Uh, Flounder, uh, hi to Miss uh, Veronica. Will do. Uh, any any uh, special plans for your family? Probably just like. Pete was saying, chilling and watching yeah. sports all weekend. Great weekend for it. Boys, uh, God bless America. Semper Fi. It's only me. It's only the giver. <laughs> Gotta go. You're killing me. Have a great weekend. Be careful out there. God bless America. Red, uh, red and black face paint for that little boy who actually is a Native American Indian. Whoa, whoa, whoa. God bless America. Hey, her flick out. Hey, Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Hi, I'm Mark Beckham with Atlanta Ramjack. We specialize in only foundation repair. What is foundation repair? Foundations sink or settle. These issues need to be addressed. It only becomes more costly the longer you put it off. What is the biggest cause of foundation problem? Either poor construction, inferior site preparation, or weather. Drought causes cracks in your foundations. If you see any signs of foundation issues, please contact us at atlantaramjack.com. 